Uh, this is a side question again. I have. I'm just. Uh-huh. I'm just talkative today. I don't know. Do you have anywhere to be? This I'm is sorry great. If I'm this is perfect. I like the jumping around. Okay. This is great. Um, have you ever put your podcast on a resume, or has anyone ever talked to you? Like, has it affected your job in any way? I no, I don't. I try not to mention it most of the time, uh-huh. uh, especially in the, uh, for me in a professional scenario. Right, right, right. Uh, it's a, I, that is a question. This is a great question though, because it's like what what we put out there sometimes. Some, sometimes we're really raunchy or or whatever, right. uh, more than I would be in real life. But it's but it's a character. It's sat- like, people it's, uh, know it's satire. Yeah, like we're all yeah, not like as right, like it's shits like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's part of the shtick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, has it come up for you? Yeah, and, and actually, oh, I, so I, okay. ne- I never thought it would, and it uh-huh. actually helped me get a job. That's awesome. Yeah, because um, not in the terms of like it was a job to podcast, just in terms of like yeah. they were looking at it as like, hey, you as a person just went and did this thing and produced this thing for years, you know, mm-hmm. without like it technically being a job. So they're like, you're a self-starter, which I was like, yeah, like, you know, okay. like, you don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just quantifying like I always I want to ask like more podcast people because I'd never had anybody ever be like, that's a useful thing. You've been doing this for years and it's a useful talent. And it's like, oh, um, do people know that we can <laughs> use this? Like, <laughs> that actually, yeah, it sounds pretty nice. I, I honestly had steered away from it for the most part. No, I, I did. I did, for the longest, thing, but, I did for the yeah. longest time, too. And then I just, yeah, it was just like, hey, this is part of your experience that ties into like other jobs technically right so just just throw that on there and like you know i didn't put it right at the top i kind of just uh-huh. buried it within there and they yeah they asked about it so i was like cool and then i ended up getting the job so I was like you're Ooh. like it's because you're yeah a podcast star and they're like we gotta hire this guy before he gets bigger you know <laughs> <laughs> they saw that on the resume they're like oh fuck he's gonna get taken up by everybody yeah are you telling me that this white male has a show where people listen to what he what? said we need to we need this kind of energy this is the guy we need uh that's true i that's the thing is i don't feel like very special about it uh i do i do feel like there are times that brent and i when we're like he and i um toss recording back and forth every week Uh so or not recording uh like editing so we both kind of develop that skill and we both do get excited when we come up with something good or like splicing me together well with music or whatever that is and some like, of the most fun you can have just adding it's those so, little it's fun yeah those little bits or whatever and when we do put in the extra effort it is like worth it uh and then we mentioned it basically to each other though like we don't expect anybody else to notice <laughs> and i certainly wouldn't highlight it to someone but i do feel proud of it when no, i when you it should, goes you well. should and that's the yeah. thing though is that you can use all these like blanket kind of things where like people don't have to know what you talk about or you know what exactly your show yeah. is but the fact that you edit something and it's people like it and will listen to it like there's merit in it's kind of cool yeah. yeah so like be proud of yourself you, you know oh, and man. i think wow. i totally i totally agree with that whole like just adding little fun things is like we used to like when we first started we would just edit on the fly so i'd literally put shit in as we're going which is like the oh, yeah, worst yeah. fucking thing you can do but now actually <laughs> yeah. like sitting down and editing and like taking out certain things like even sometimes i'll go and like cut out a bunch of ums just to fill it out and then you listen yeah, to it back right? and you're like you can't tell and it sounds awesome so it's like all those fun little things like hey, did you notice that i cut out all right. this stuff like <laughs> 
but also yeah, adding the sound effects yeah yeah the sound effects are fun we have like a a, a few of them that we keep now like as a, in a folder you yeah. know to like throw yeah, in the here folder and yeah. yeah and it's like I, I have like mario kart sound effects and batman sound effects and it's like oh cool I, that was fun to use one time and then i'll just pull them in now can you like, just uh, randomly awesome. throw the uh you know the sound when uh donkey kong gets hit in uh mario kart 64 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. just randomly throw the <laughs> right now? You want that right now? Oh, do you have it just on deck? <laughs> oh, I don't have it on deck that I can put it in, okay, but uh, I can add, add it in I, there. I, I can certainly put it in. Yeah, the, yeah. the time there. You know exactly um, what sound I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can hear it in my head because I think most of the sound effects that I have, I think it is. It's. I think it is uh, Mario Kart 64 that I have because it's like the. I have like the startup different counters, and yeah. I have like the. Like the the one that like the cloud thing that pulls you out of the water or whatever that you know like <laughs> the, that kind of stuff. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Then the it's fun to put those things in and and kind of um, I don't know like spice things up a little bit, you know. Especially when it's topical. Like if you can do something something referential that later on you can put in there that that people like pick up on because they actually have to pay attention. Those are the, oh, like yeah. the, the breadcrumbing. That is the best stuff you can do. Uh, the it's worst, awesome, right? Yeah. The worst thing you can do, though, is like uh, we did one time an episode where I bleeped out every swear. Every oh, single, yeah. Using different sound effects, like animal sound effects and all this other stuff. And uh, Mitch was like, okay, well, I'm going to swear extra on this. <laughs> it took me like two days to fucking edit it. Oh, yeah. It can yeah. get like so much more than you'd imagine uh to have to do that kind of stuff what was the reasoning for editing out all the oh the curse words? um our buddy jeff from saskatoon he his daughter like because he, he goes and like drives around with he's a, a real estate agent he's got a little daughter every time he drives her everywhere he'll listen to the podcast oh, yeah. so he like uh-huh. knows about the podcast but like uh-huh. i was like oh shit like we swear so much you right. know i was like i'm gonna make an episode just for georgia you know like as a like just a little fun thing for him right right and that's the thing is like did i need to do that no did it suck to edit yeah but like i'm sure he appreciated it so it's right yeah (laughs) so cool (laughs) that's the kid friendly episode (laughs) right yeah it's hard uh not to uh to curse on the show too that's the thing it's like we say like like we said earlier like we say the most random shit uh we will we will say stuff that sounds heinous but we're like doing it from oh it's all just trying to get right yeah i'm just trying to get people to crack a lot of the times yeah that's even the best yeah it's actually just like trying to get the person across from you to crack yeah and it makes for a better show as well like just like snl or whatever like when they break is like it makes it even better that's yeah those are like the that's the compilations you have not the compilations of them being like decent at their job nobody cares (laughs) add the little spice yeah and it makes for a little, a little bit better show yeah i totally agree with that and uh it, it is rewarding i i haven't thought about promoting it so much because i'm always afraid that if i did they mm-hmm. would actually listen to it and then i'm like are you oh, like but, scared to get canceled <laughs> well see not really but like you know we're I, I i don't know about where you're from too uh because it's maybe like smaller town type of stuff but definitely down here in texas it's like bible belt and we're very you know, we right, talk about our right, atheist right. beliefs a lot or whatever. And I certainly yeah. wouldn't bring that up in any job. I just wouldn't talk about it because uh, most of the people here seem to be believers. And so I'm like that kind of stuff or just in general, like we'll say a lot of bad things or whatever that I just would not bring up in my regular life, you know. But, oh, yeah. Uh, like but it's fun I, I for think, the show. I think I've, all the like worst things I've ever said, I, I, like as jokes, has been on the podcast just right. to like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that shock factor. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah um i don't think it's as bad here we don't have as much of like a bible thumpy thing yeah, going yeah. on here so you can kind of be more open but like even in my last job uh i i kind of like who i am in, in my personal life and who i am at like my work life my mm. old job at, at least because i didn't really like anybody is yeah. like i was just like very <laughs> quiet and like people didn't really know that much about me except for like one guy that i was like really good friends with yeah but then yeah because it was just like i would just be quiet and wouldn't tell anybody about like anything or whatever and then i think it was like must have been like two weeks ago or something it was like right after i put in my notice the one of the guys that they like, kind of asked like oh what's what's Anthony's deal and, and I, I don't know like they had offhandedly mentioned about like the the podcast or something because I never said anything right. about that yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah one of the guys like looked me up on Instagram he's like you're like a whole like person outside of work and here you're just like you know what I mean like yeah I'm just like this not angry but I'm just like I hate being here like don't talk I'm to totally me I don't want to get man. yeah I yep. don't want to get to know any of you guys right like and that sounds bad but it's just like uh, you know i don't like getting people to get to know me if i don't need them to get to know you know what i mean like yeah and i've had those jobs too where i'm like i just don't i only have enough effort to to do this right at this moment like yeah and it's like nothing against you guys nothing against you guys but like i'm just (laughs) trying to survive here yeah yeah (laughs) that's totally it plus i had a a series of jobs that i like bounced around through where like i wouldn't even be there like a year and i'm like I wouldn't bring stuff to decorate my cubicle. I'd be like, I got it. I'm not staying long. You know, you didn't so even like, bring like one you. little. <laughs> It'd be funny if you just brought one thing because you didn't want to unpack everything. It's like oh this God. is the temporary knickknack that goes. What if my one thing was just a box and I didn't have anything in the box? I just brought that along with me so that I it would be my one thing. But right. I'd be like, I know I'm moving on, you know, would would it just be like a, pra- a plain brown one? Nothing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I it think... would say different. It would have like different jobs I'd been at, like scratched out, like Steven room, whatever. It'd be like scratched out. You know, I just take it from job to job. <laughs> like you're like this like hobo who just moves yes. from cubicle to cubicle doing like a little bit of work. But I'm a minimalist hobo. Right, right, right. You know, because I don't have a lot of stuff in there. So. <laughs> What's, what was that show like a couple years ago when that whole minimalist movement where people would just throw stuff out and it's like a Netflix show? Yeah, the... Just do that, but for like people living yeah. underground, like you have three empty can, like bean cans over here. Let's get that out of here. If it does not spark joy, get rid of that can. Oh my god, you have too many possessions, Bob. Yeah, you don't need this. Please feed me. <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't have any money for that. All we have money for is to bring this twelve-person yeah. camera crew down here. You know, eat them all. Yeah. yeah. We do have craft services for them, not for you. Yeah, they're actually working. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the kind of stuff. This is why I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put this away. Because someone might listen to that and be like, Steven's very anti-hobo. Even hobo, isn't that like you're not supposed to say that? I don't no, even know not. anymore. Bad. There's so many things. Like uh, my girlfriend's a teacher, and she had to write someone up yesterday because, like, we had kind of mentioned how things are a little bit like wacky where you live. Our thing is like we're kind of like backwards in terms of like political correctness a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Bible thumping. It's just like someone will be like, "Oh man, that is fucking retarded," and you know. Mm-hmm. So like someone did it at her school the other day, so she had to write her up, and it's just oh. like. Yeah, it's just, she's it's like a, I'm an old lady. I said you're like no, Janine, you're you're six. You can't literally. Well, yeah, she had yeah. to be like, hey, we like that doesn't doesn't really work. Oh yeah, and then what she followed up with? Oh no, sorry, it was the other way around. It was like a joke thing. So first off, 
there's a little person and this, this mm-hmm. person who was talking called them a midget, first of all. And you're mm-hmm. like, midgets, you can't say midget. And then they're like, well, that's fucking retarded. And it's like, you can't say retarded. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's why that was Fuck, a great man. That's like uh, that's like Randall in Clerks 2 when he just like keeps saying the thing. He's like, well, I can't say that anymore. And it's like, no, stop saying any of that stuff. Actually, man, that fucked up so many people that I went to like school with. Not fucked us up, but like we took jokes from that movie and would, oh, like yeah. <laughs> repeat like Borat and shit. But, oh, you're right. But we never really like, dude, we used to joke about like porch monkey. Like, wow, we're taking the word porch monkey back. And we had no fucking idea what that actually meant. That is hilarious because Kevin Smith's whole thing was like that. He doesn't know what it means and then like says it in a bad context and you're like yeah, yeah. we're gonna do exactly that holy shit yeah it, but like we were young enough that like the humor of that part of the movie we didn't understand we just thought it was funny yeah. that this dude had a word that he was taking back you're like ha 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 we're gonna do it too yeah, holy yeah. shit yeah life imitates art really yeah bad. then you look back well even like i was i was about to say a bunch of the other ones in there and i'm like i think everything he says is a slur i don't know how many i want to say now yeah, just to yeah. mention that they're a slur but there's a bunch of a jewish things on there as well uh that i know they mentioned uh but yeah and then he's just like i think my grandmother was racist yeah. just the things <laughs> that got like, by yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah it's uh i don't know uh kevin smith's movies especially those uh those can get in your head and then you don't even realize if you're young enough you know like mall rats i watched so young uh young enough that i didn't understand what was going on but i thought it was hilarious you know 100 we like same with the like jokes about like you, know, you never go ass to mouth so many of us had no idea we were just like why would you put your at your mouth near someone's ass like we understood like, that i don't it was, even understand yeah we didn't we understood that it was like disgusting but we didn't uh, understand like why anyone would do it in the first place but it just became like something you'd say like ah you never go ass to mouth so it's like all these like fucking like 10 year olds running around saying that it's like you guys have no idea what's going on <laughs> right <laughs> Because you're talking about tossing each other's salad and you have no fucking context of it. You're like, I like salad. I do. So, yeah, go ahead and toss it. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen clerks, too. I enjoy a good toss salad. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you ever also uh, do what Jay does with the tucking uh, back behind? And were you aware of Silence of the Lambs already? Or did you just think Jay did that? And that's a thing to do. 100%. I thought that was like a Jay thing. I found, I <laughs> saw, yeah, Silence of the Lambs was after the fact. I was just like, this is a quirky character being quirky. You're like, oh, that's so, because Jay does it in the drive through So yeah, this guy's just yeah. being quirky. Interesting. Well, and that's the thing, though, is like, uh, he was the one who yeah. did, like, uh, you know, for Jay and Silent Bob, like, he's the one who did all the talking. So you're like, oh, that's the cool guy who knows what's up. It's like, Oh, he's the fucking moron. You realize exactly, the loudest right? person in the room is the stupidest. That's hilarious. Yeah, because it's like he's he he says all the dumb shit. Yeah, and you're not supposed to follow a... him, but he's funny, so you do. Well, exactly. And then, you know, it's like, how are you supposed to make jokes out of a guy who just nods the whole time when really right. he's the comic relief? You just can't yeah. emulate it. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a uh, especially Clerks too. I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day because um, I was thinking about Clerks being kind of a before my time but more mm-hmm. rats really got me but i was like I, st- I still like clerks a lot but clerks too i just really have a soft spot for it. i think it's it's got a lot of heart even though it's got donkey fucking in it you know the, yeah, the and the was it something in the stud actually in the stud yeah <laughs> yeah uh, this is the stud but yeah, it's actually i'm yeah. actually is the stud <laughs> um yeah, yeah like all that shit yeah i, I totally agree Ma- um 
model rats didn't wasn't really like a thing for us neither oh, yeah. was clerks one but yeah clerks two definitely was like right there man and, that's awesome yeah yeah it's for some reason i have that tied up with like that scary movie and i think it would have been like two or three by that point mm. and all was here and like all the jackass films that was like all oh, stuff yeah watch, and just kind of watching it back i'm like a lot of this isn't really that funny i don't know why i i used to think at Dane the time it was funny like so you know we all live and learn I've wondered about the Jackass films because uh, I haven't seen the newest one, but um, and I haven't revisited any of them in so long. But when I ever catch clips, I always laugh my ass off again. And it's like I've been hanging out with those guys for fucking decades now, it feels like. So it's like there's something about it that's like charming. But I've wondered about that. I, I just it's not something I put on a lot you know myself oh man the the newest one like i'm sure you've heard a lot about it it's just it's really weird i guess growing up with those guys technically because you're watching them now and like they know better for the most part (laughs) i mean we're talking about the cast of jackass so like a lot of the stuff they know better to do so they get like these new people to do it and i don't know it's just it's kind of funny watching like yeah it's like yeah, Junior, you you go and get kicked in the dick. Right. I I got my dick kicking. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, like he took his licking. So you get shot out of a cannon, and we'll all laugh at you. But you know. <laughs> so eventually, like in like ten years, when they do the next Jackass, it's like literally they're gonna sit in lawn chairs, like throwing wrenches at people, like a fucking dodgeball. Yeah, it'll like, it'll be like, like King of the it. Hill. They'll just be in the back alley watching some yeah. dipshits do dumb stuff. Yeah, that sounds kind of like a, a nice uh, segue for them into, uh, you know, their retirement years. Well, exactly. Uh, like they have to stop it. at some point. I don't want to see Jackass I, I mean, at 8.5 where one of them just dies like a bull just finishes Johnny Knoxville off. Exactly. Time. Is that like a good way to go for him or a bad way? Like, I don't I certainly don't want that. That's a pretty violent way to go. It'd be funny but, if like through all the movies, it was the same bull. Like they have just this weird <laughs> relation. Yeah. Like, I'll get you someday. <laughs> Jackass, like. 9.5 is like yeah. a love relationship that Johnny Knoxville's made with that bull. And it's like they've actually had a relationship for the last nine years. It's been yeah. a secret. You know, it's like that'd be uh, interesting. It's like a, a hard hitting documentary. Yeah. You know, about it's, love and, and the workplace. You know, I want to make know? such a bad joke, but I, I shouldn't. But OK, anyway, here, I'm just going to make it because I watched the documentary about this last week. It uh, it sounds like fucking Kevin Spacey. Oh. <laughs> or, it's, or it's literally like oh we're just working together and being entertaining oh it's a lot more oh, than that oh no oh no the and it's so you're are you saying the bull's gonna get canceled yeah i think no i think it's wow. gonna be like one of those no no say the bull won't get canceled it'll be more one of those things where like they had this sick and twisted relationship and mm-hmm. nobody in hollywood knew or it was oh, like yeah everyone's dirty secret on set <laughs> that's right yeah everybody knows in the background that johnny's always with the bull <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen any of them with like a girl or a wife. See, so, allegedly they could be with bulls. I don't know. Mm. I think we might have cracked this case yeah. wide open. Um, before we move on from Jackass, I just have to say, can we dunk on um, what's his name for a Bam for a second? Oh please, uh, Bam, get your shit together. There, just a light dunk. You're, you <laughs> You're know, like, I'm, like, just, I'm just putting it out there. It's I'm worried about your buddy. Yeah, yeah, like you live in a what's hard up with life Bam right now. Oh man, do you not keep up with Bam? I don't really keep up with this. Yeah, I don't know what's oh. going on now. Oh man, I don't even know how to. Say. Okay, so uh, Bam is like this train wreck of a human being who's like addicted to everything, and he, uh-huh. he's also a narcissist, and he blames everyone but himself, and he constantly gets in situations where he nearly gets people killed, or like people take advantage of him, or like his kids get taken away. Yeah. This is whole. Yeah, he's just he's a fucking train wreck, and uh, it, 
I, just, I knew that I, in kind of general over time he seemed that way. I didn't know of any like I didn't know they kept going, I guess, or oh, really what oh, oh, dude, now. yeah. He was supposed to be on like the newest jackass and they made him like sign a retainer thing that he would be sober and like get mm-hmm. tests every day or whatever and like go see a therapist, which mm-hmm. they really were trying to help him. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he ended up being like, No, you guys are all evil and I'm gonna if I want to get fucked up at four in the morning and be a little fucked up on set, I'm having a good time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they just kind of were like, no. <laughs> also weird to think that they have to have like addictions counselors on Jackass now because all of them are like not addicted to drugs anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a weird world of growing up with Jackass. If someone would have told me that like 15 years ago, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Yeah. It seems like they'd all be into that. And now they're like growing up. You got to <laughs> you got to watch out for your friends. You got to watch exactly. out for your bros. Could you imagine if yeah, people told them that when they first started? Like, yeah. oh, this jackass one, you know, you you broke a finger or whatever. You're going to make millions. You're going to do all this shit. And then there's going to be the dark times. Right. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, That's sad about him because they did get a lot of success for doing a lot of stupid shit and just kind of hanging out with their friends. And um, but so I got, I don't know, like the party's got to end someday yeah. or whatever. And the rest get, of them are like, okay with that. Yeah. So, yeah, get better. Man. Do, be- do better. <laughs> do better. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to say after all that, we're uh, we're definitely doing it. So I'm Steven and uh, welcome Boozy to the show. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hello, I'm Boozy on Let's Talk About Stuff. Oh, man. Pro right there. Uh, so you <laughs> you hail from the Terror Table podcast where we have been a guest and we are good friends with you guys. And uh, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much. I can't remember that you guys were on for the last episode. That was the last time we all convened on mm-hmm. our show, was it not? What? I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, though. Brent's okay, I'm glad it's not like, just oh, that was me. episode, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Don't I'm just know bad with dates and times and names. <laughs> yeah, and right. I'm just like, I remember last time we had a great time. It was like, what are we exactly. talking about? Mm, I don't know. But what was it about? I do remember talking about teeth with you guys. I don't know if that was the last time. Mm. that we were uh we were hanging out on there but uh that was a good time for sure so and it's it's really unfortunate that there's just the two of us today uh well wishes to I brent know. all the way around yeah absolutely uh brent unfortunately this was going to be his his triumphant return to the podcast but um he had to be whisked away for a, a dog emergency so uh hopefully your your dog I feel like is, is too nice of a word <laughs> It's yeah, like it's so he whimsical. Rips. He whimsically yeah. had to go have a dog emergency. He well, he travels by umbrella like Mary Poppins <laughs> all the time. That's Brent in a nutshell. So it's it's kind of a whisking away, you could say. You know, just imagine he's just got his little umbrella and there's like his, his iPod playing or whatever. Yeah. Just kind of that like lull in between. But it's still heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. For for him though, uh, even if it's a a, a whimsical traveling means you know he's still he's still rocking that metal i'm gonna try and add that into my uh my words for the day does that mean my lexicon or my grammar of the day oh yeah whimsical whimsical yeah i'm gonna make a whimsical supper here later oh excellent Ooh, you you could add a little yeah a little little sugar little spice yeah (laughs) maybe do one of those like hop kicks where i click my heels oh my goodness right you if you you can yeah (laughs) i can get there i'll do it (laughs) yeah the people want proof, so if, if you get that on film, make sure to put it out there for us, because uh, clamoring for it, we gotta know. We gotta know that you can touch those heels, baby. And then you guys are, you know, but then if I do that, you guys will be, it'll be all like, oh, did he actually do it? Is it a deep fake? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's someone else's heels. Yeah. I can totally tell. <laughs> you can do anything with cameras now. 
It's not even Obama's uh, speaker right there. You can totally tell. <laughs> oh, man, people are dumb. So, yeah, welcome to the show, man. Uh, I don't remember. I, I think we've done like crossover episodes, but have you ever been a guest alone on our show? I don't think right? I have not. I, That's I'm amazing. Always ex- I'm always excited to. And I want to say yeah. apologies also for the fact that you guys have tried to get me on several times and I've turned it down. Well, I do that all I the did, time to other people, so go did ahead. Did Brent tell you about this? <laughs> no, I don't I'm think sure. so, no. Oh, okay. He kept being like, hey, um, we have this coming up. Do you want to be a part of this? And, like, it's it's something that I have either no, like, background in or it's, like, a film that I wouldn't watch anyway. Right, Which right. sounds really bad, but I'm just like, man, I will give you the worst quality of, like, yeah. uh, you know, an interview because I, I just I won't have that much to say about it. It's like, yeah. Get me on there for something I can dig my teeth into, which is this is perfect. What we're yeah, talking excellent. about today. Yeah. yeah, I know that he had reached out about Matrix and you were mm-hmm. like, not a fan of the series or whatever, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, that's I, totally fair. Yeah. So no, yeah, I don't that's like for that. Yeah. I, I felt like such a dick because, uh, you know, I, I've done, I've reached out to other people to be like, hey, do you want to be on the show? And they just say, yeah. And it, it's uh-huh, just right. like, OK, you know, but it's like. I, I just want to, you know, make sure that I'm giving you guys a good thing. I don't want to come on here and be like, yeah, I actually don't like any of the Matrix movies. Right. Let's talk about all six of them or however many there are. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're like, yeah. I don't even know. I didn't watch them. I don't care about them. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been invited on other shows before. And um, and I, I've been better about it lately trying to say yes to things. But generally, mm-hmm. I like Brent is my as my safety blanket. I like him there to uh, to help guide me um but so, uh, so is this bad that I, it's he's not here for that buffer and we have to it actually scares look at me. each other it scares yeah. you uh to it's this it's it, i mean it's good and and you and i are cool obviously but um brent is brent is just so good at, at keeping he's good at like throwing in jokes he's good at like laying right, up right, a lot right, of jokes right. for me and like our i can always look to him and be like well if anything i know we've, we're good and if I need to step away, then yeah. we're good. And if, now I'm like, it's all on me. nothing's good, I know <laughs> yeah. we're good. Exactly. No, yeah. I, t- I totally get you. I totally right? get you. And, that's, and you've had like a multiple hosts rotating mm-hmm. through. Like it's always you and Mitch yeah, on Terror Table. Yeah, reminding me. <laughs> but I think I'm, someone, Kyle just left, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we've had two of our co-hosts. It's always been me and Mitch are like the, the pillars. And then, right. you know, we've had two other, which we've always want, like, you know, you never want anybody to leave. So then it just kind of looks like after two people that we're the problem. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, you look around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to be DX and it just comes down to Sean mm-hmm. and Triple H. So, yeah, I totally know. I, I use that same terminology all the time. <laughs> I've heard I love some of just throwing. I love just throwing in <laughs> wrestling terms, and it's just like you might have one person who listens to this who'll be like, "Right, he, he's so fucking right." He, yeah, he, I get this guy. I like that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can remember. I know there are people around us that like wrestling. I, I follow some uh, different people online for movie reasons that also like wrestling stuff a lot. So I see it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I've never been involved in it. So I'm like, when you said those, yeah, I was like, is, I've heard of some of those. That, that is those wild man, terms. Like, I, the, the crossover between like I don't want to say movie fans, but like wrestling f- or uh, horror fans or uh, sci-fi and yeah. wrestling, it, it all just goes hand in hand. It's just these whimsical, sweaty stories. There, oh man, whimsical, sweaty stories. And he's got a, a title right now. There you go. Uh, that's amazing. But uh, yeah, it, it is horror today. writers that I follow that that even they're the ones that like the mm-hmm. the wrestling stuff. So 
there you go we, we all just grew up with it i guess i think we all just like the undertaker <laughs> yeah that that definitely is the crossover i did watch for a while i watched whenever um oh fucking he looks like the crow sting thing yeah right i watched whenever that like the N- nwo and stuff kind of was okay happening. so you're watching wcw yeah you're but watching... i didn't i didn't know it was like that era in my youth right. and it was like I watched a lot of USA Network and I think everybody all just night has, stuff. Yeah. And that was like part of the programming block. And I, I started watching it for a while. And I did like that their character. I like the storylines of it, but I only watched it for like maybe a year, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, it, the crossover with that is huge. It's it's funny. It's like everybody I talk to for the most part. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, I know something about wrestling. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I do have my little history I got to hold on to so I can yeah. be part of the group. But uh, yeah, generally, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but horror movies, for sure. I love that. And uh, we were talking earlier about if you would, you know, uh, put this on a resume, like your, your podcast and stuff. Ours, for one, it's always been like a show that Brent and I always just say it's just for us to like joke around. And, and it's gotten better. We feel that, you know, we were trying to have more focus on different episodes and themes mm-hmm. and stuff. But your show, I've always thought, though, is that like I would totally recommend or I would I would totally recommend. Yeah, you guys to put that on your resume because it's it's a more specific type, kind of topic, more mm-hmm. specific to review things or, or the discussions. And then you've interviewed some amazing people. Um, so, yeah, I would totally do that one i just wouldn't do ours you know what i'm saying oh okay. your so show put, is great is what i'm saying but put our show on your resume i would have put your show on my, yeah yeah my episodes that i've been on your show i'll put you those should. on my resume uh yeah. the next episode <laughs> we'll just um i'll add you right at the start so if anybody like has yes. to list you know what i mean so you apply for a bunch of jobs and then oh, we'll put yeah. the newest episode and it'll be like boozy and mitch and Stephen, <laughs> and, and everyone will be like oh he's the fun one and that'll go for you know what i mean because nobody listens to full episodes anymore so of course like, oh yeah. i heard him he's the fun one we gotta hire this guy yeah they're gonna because they're gonna check up on me mm-hmm. you gotta know if someone puts a podcast in the resume you gotta check up and make sure they have one you know that's the whole thing and the, it's not easy to start one so no you know you know they're legit and it's gonna be so funny looking back on this in like the future when when podcasts are are so strictly regulated because like oh yeah you know what i mean like back in like now it's the fucking wild west we all everybody has yeah you can say whatever you want do whatever you want and then there's gonna be a crackdown and and it'll turn into us being like the ham radio guys like we'll have to find (laughs) like pirates yeah we'll have to find like (laughs) a secret channel to broadcast off of I love it. Uh, Brent and I grew up here, or we grew up in, in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and there was this radio station that we still quote on here sometimes. That's uh, we're broadcasting from a porta potty in Broken Arrow, so I feel like we could finally do it, and it would be legit. We'd need to. <laughs> that would be our pirate ship, you know. I just think of it like uh, you're you're a Simpsons guy, hey? No, nah, oh yeah. Okay, like where where Krusty has to to do the whole Krusty the Clown show from that secret <laughs> yeah. place in the middle of nowhere, and he's just reaching for things that are around him. You're like, I gotta do what I gotta do now, guys. We got <laughs> we got props. I'm I'm carrot top. Yeah, I uh, you do what you gotta you know, do. I need to talk about uh, Conjuring Five. <laughs> yeah. People need to know how much I kind of like it. That would be the thing to talk about then, too. I, I look forward to whenever it's cracked down on because um, celebrities are coming in even more now and just ruining yeah, the game the with fuck? these great shows. Get out of here. It's, this is for the lowly guys, you know, and gals. They re- yeah, like they 100 percent took that over in terms of like they came in here and they had somebody else who had they had like an idea person and then they mm-hmm. just had to show up and they 
they get to make good content by like proxy. It doesn't even have to be good content, but like, how can I keep up with a, you know, a stock market show featuring Shia LaBeouf? I can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and or, that is your main competition. Right, exactly. Yeah. As a horror podcast, our main yeah. competition is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're so right, though. Like every oh, every celebrity or micro celebrity has some form of podcast. And yeah. it's like it's the thing. Great. You do now. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, at least I like I like that it is open. You can do you can listen to whatever. And I choose to listen to none of them, um, even even great ones that I know, like yours. And we have a bunch of friends that do that do shows. You know, I, 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 listen I to feel the, of them. I feel the same way as like. I listen to I listen to those people's podcasts once in a while, but it's like I cannot keep up with all of them, and I just there's I love too you many. Yeah, I was like there's I love all of you guys. From. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, all the love out to you. You know, I I want to be a listener count. I want to help yeah, you on your count, but yeah, otherwise... I want to be a download. But I'm listening to Jewel's greatest hits, and yeah. that takes up a lot of airtime. It's a, dumb, so many. a dual album. I, I don't have time for podcasts. Okay, I got to get through if this. It, yeah, if it was a VHS, it would be the Titanic 2 double double <laughs> yeah. VHS. Rubber band together at a garage yeah. sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so you guys you guys have a great show. Um, people should definitely listen to it, even though neither of us do, apparently. You don't listen to your own show, yeah? No. Yeah. Have you ever done, like, I, I feel like I used to a long time ago, once in a while, just as kind of like a a quality check in a weird way exactly like, hey how does this sound on my headphones that aren't you know my like studio headphones you right. know or how how's the sound just coming out of a phone and it's atrocious so i quit doing that <laughs> right. uh so if it's if it's terrible, it's terrible. yeah it's you know <laughs> whose fucking fault is that you guys are listening exactly yeah and that's that's the fault on the listeners which i like a lot yeah. um I also sometimes in re- i realized this recently too i was telling my my father-in-law we were talking about this show and this, the podcast gets brought up in my real life sometimes because people are like, it's something you do and you're inter- interested in. But I'm also like, I don't talk about it a ton. And they brought it up. And uh, I hate when people bring it up. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. Okay, yeah, cool. It. cool. Yeah. It's, this, it's just this thing I do. Let's talk about other things. <laughs> Let's talk about, well, and like, especially with him, I'm like, I, I, he asked what he was like, well, would I like it? And I was like, oh, no. And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, please, please do not listen to my show. I will not be able to look you in the eye, sir. You're like, please. I've this said things not... about you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've made father-in-law jokes. They're not good. They're not great. <laughs> what episodes was I on? Uh, your episode 200 buttholes. Uh, your episode, you know, like I would. <laughs> even our title sometimes I'm like, I have to text Brent and be like, I'm my wife vetoed, man. I can't. You know, and other we, times we're like, yeah, let's put this out there. Yeah, so, we yeah. had that for a while where we would, yeah, we try and find like the best titles of something that was said. And then yes, it's kind of yeah. like, well, we should just put it as the movie because we've said some very like offensive. <laughs> All the funniest and stuff. Is yeah. So and it's also hard to get guests <laughs> after a while if you're if your titles are like super poop. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get somebody who like maybe gets paid to do something important as, right. as opposed to me. So. Yeah, I noticed that. uh yeah, well, I guess I not noticed it with your your show, but you guys get like these cool people to interview and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, actual people that someone's heard of and everything, and not just like your friends, which is what we mostly do here, and that's great. Uh, well, but that's I, that's I what happened that. when we ran through all our friends. Like we we <laughs> had them all on, and then it was like, shit, who do we get now? Who like, else? Well, I don't know. Let's throw random emails out. And then it works sometimes. Yeah, sometimes and you it's know. Awesome. You, 
yeah, you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So That's right. we're over here, we're shooters. Yeah, it's something that I I don't know that we were gonna reach out to anybody like important. So we still we still err, err on the uh, the poop joke side of things. Um, but I like today's today's little uh, whimsical sweaty stories. I think is actually like a great name. That'd be a great podcast as well. Um, so we uh, we like to do some mini topics if they ever come up, and especially on your show. I know when we've had Mitch on here before, like you guys do so much horror stuff. So uh, it's open here, whatever you want to talk about, all the stuff. So if you want to bring up anything today, what do you, what do you got going on? You know, I wanted to talk about one thing specifically. Oh yeah, what you got? That I'm full of hatred and vitriol <laughs> about. Uh, I went and I paid money to go and watch Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which is nice that we're talking about Jurassic Park today. So it all feels very like relative, but I watched Jurassic World a lot. This is the end of- Oh, the new one, the Dominion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is this is the end of that trilogy of right, films. Right, right. And let me tell you, it was God awful. <laughs> um, quickly, what are your opinions of the other two movies? Okay, so the first Jurassic World, incredible. That okay, is what cool. you should. I love. That I love that movie. It, yeah, it did all the. Well, okay. So the only thing I didn't like was kind of like that weird boss battle thing at the end. I could, sure. I could have done without a lot of that stuff because that's kind of like it felt like as soon as they did that in the movie, the rest of the franchise was like, we're going to do more of that. Hey, but up, they leaned into that. Yeah, man. Yeah, but but up until that point, um, Jurassic World's super fun. Indominus Rex is super cool. Just the, mm-hmm. the idea that you get to see this park functioning. That's like yeah. the only thing we had. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah so that was all cool right and on. then fallen kingdom i i tried to make myself like it after we got out of the theater watching it because the whole time i was like this is really bad maybe right. you know maybe i'm just in a grumpy mood but no it's uh, fallen kingdom is awful and dominion is the the worst i don't a lot of the ideas for it i don't know how they were like yeah that'll go great in a movie about <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> Even the way you said it was like you could just heal the, hear the uh, the anger behind it. Like, that, and that's upset. the thing is, I I don't want to be like the the nerdy angry right. like Star Wars guy. You know, the, like that kind of sorry yeah. Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars too, but I wasn't as mad about the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I think, like this is my Last Jedi, where like all my nerd rage is in here. Right. Where it's like this, I grew up with this. This whole thing's about fucking dinosaurs. It's like if you made a Star Wars movie, but you no longer were flying in space. Like yeah. you would just walk around the entire because, like, yeah. you know, the Star Wars, you're always flying at some point, but yeah, it just it, it sucked. I don't really want to like ruin the story for anybody because I'm sure there'll be people who, you know, might want to be disappointed in their own way. Yeah, I like that. Um, because I love being disappointed at the movies. Um, it's really great for me all the time, too. So, uh, but Fallen Kingdom was already that for me, so I kind of expected that a little bit from Dominion. It didn't look... It looked like it was going around... Or along the same trajectory as as that... As Fallen Kingdom did, and I love Jurassic World. I thought Jurassic World was... Brought back a lot of... It wasn't perfect, but it brought back a lot of the same magic that the first one did, and it, it felt It made cool. it feel, like, whimsical a lot. Yeah! And, like, yeah, to see the park open, I think is, like, such a, a fun thing is... It's perfect. I, I, I could go for a whole movie where they just walk around the visitor center and like show you a, a, like just yeah. a day at Jurassic World yeah. as opposed to anything bad happening. It's like, oh, I want to go on the Triceratops ride. Yeah, let's see what that looks like. Yeah, it's almost like they focused on a different path after that. But that movie, that one, that first one did it so well because that was such a good, simple sequel storyline to me. Like we didn't see the park ever open and now we get to see it open and it's been redone completely. And that's amazing. And it's like that gave me such 
a good vibe, a good feeling also, from it. You know? showing like the old parts of the park when yes. they get stuck. Like, like the ruins. old visitor center. Yeah, yeah, it's like, this is all I want from this movie. Right. Like, it's a lot of fan service, all. but in a good, it feels good. It's a good way. Yeah. And it's a good way to incorporate it together. Um, and I don't know where I think the series should have gone after that, but I just didn't see it going where it did. Um, I didn't, yeah, like for a series that's about genetically engineered dinosaurs what it went to about like fighting wars and cloning people and and having like laser turret guns to use velociraptors to kill insurgents like all that stuff made no sense and really takes away from like what the fun is of Jurassic Park like the whole whole idea is just like you're gonna see some dinosaurs right you know that's literally the point of it and then they're adding all this like shit you don't all the bells and whistles you do not need yeah it feels like um they got the the studio got the wrong message from the the support that the fans gave Jurassic World, mm-hmm. and they were like, the, in Jurassic World they talk about that too. Like, I still kind of wish Jurassic World would have also just had regular dinosaurs, not like these created dinosaurs. And they they talk about how people's attention span is different now, and blah blah blah. And I I liked that commentary in there. And I feel like there's a they did the same thing though. They're like, oh, you need something better. Like, you gotta have humans mixed with dinosaur blood and now they gotta have lasers and you're like i this is not what i wanted. they like nostradamus themselves <laughs> yeah it's like, They're too just much. like it's weird yeah yeah like a bad jurassic park movie will look like this and then yeah. six years later they're like Ta-da! we did it. <laughs> we brought back all the old cast to piss on the corpse that is jurassic right park. yeah the yeah, the fan service in that one is like in the new one. Like I uh-huh. mentioned the fan service, like, oh, having the old visitor center. That's cool in, in World in the first one. But Dominion just literally brought the entire cast back. It's like, yeah, yeah you can you can take the entire cast or whatever and bring it back. If they're not fucking doing anything and have nothing to say or do, it's going to suck. And it makes them look bad, too. Yeah, it's not necessary and it makes mm-hmm. it worse. And then it does kind of taint your memory of the other movies a little bit. Like, hopefully it doesn't. Like you can enjoy Jurassic Park and everything yeah. look normal, but yeah, yeah, you hate to have just, it out there. It's a shitty way for the franchise to go, and like I understand that they're trying to make it more of a. You could tell even with how the like blue and all the other dinosaurs that they were really trying to turn it into like a BB-8 mm. almost. Like here's oh, a yeah. little sidekick <laughs> Velociraptor, and it's like this is a blue, monster. Like, gives a thumbs up. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. This thing should fucking rip you apart at any chance. Which like world where they were uh-huh. like, oh, I can try and control them, but they're crazy. And then in the other ones, they're just like, let me hop on your back. Right. <laughs> You're like, I don't know that this is how it would go down. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think this is a Dino Riders movie. Yeah, I I didn't see, I just didn't see it coming out the way it's it's gone. I mm-hmm. was perfectly happy to just have Jurassic World, you know, and the dinosaur. It's like, once again, that you can't contain them in a park and they're going to get out, even if yeah, you had it for we, a few years that way. You learned your lesson, leave it at that. Right. And then they've gone such a different way with it. Like I, I, I was like when they showed trailers at least for this new one, Dominion, mm-hmm. and they would show like the dinosaurs in the, in the suburbs. I'd be like, okay, it is a Jurassic World now. It is the problem that if you go back to Jurassic Park, which I watched last night for the show, like Ian Malcolm from the beginning has said, you know, like this is gonna be like a destabilizing event for us, blah blah blah. But it's I just chaos. didn't see it going. Yeah, I thought that was like contained in an island, and I was kind of happy with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I'm not I'm not saying that it's bad story to have them take over the world or like be out in the world. But um, I don't even know if I liked that idea. I don't know what else I would have wanted. Just not sequels, I guess. I just didn't need them. But Mm -hmm. um, 
it's, yeah, it kind of feels like with them taking over the world is like a, a bad ending to a video game. Like the this is like Dino Crisis and the good ending yeah. is that you trap them on the island and the bad ending is that they take over the world because it, it does seem like really and stupid. And it's like you failed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Like, but I get another shot. Yeah. If, if they disperse just one island of people like throughout a bunch of places, like it wouldn't really have that big of an effect. And they're trying to make it seem like there was like three billion dinosaurs right. that all escaped and have affected the ecosystem that much yeah like, uh, i don't know if like four t-rex did it yeah, like, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah i'd be I'm, I'm intrigued by it i saw that it was out the other day and i i've forgotten it was even like when it was coming out exactly and uh, i was like oh it's already out okay well yeah. and i just like it didn't get me excited so i'll wait for it to come out uh, on video i think before i see and, it and before you say that i'm not a, a whimsical curmudgeon um <laughs> i i went and looked at reviews because i saw what people were saying and i wanted to make sure uh-huh. you know like I, I wanted to see this for myself and yeah like the reviews are are also very scathing this isn't just me having like a personal vendetta this right. is like a really bad movie um have you it makes me think because colin trevorrow did jurassic world Mm -hmm. which i liked a lot and then he left yeah and he left and then he came back because from my understanding of it jay bayona who did the falling kingdom they were like oh this storyline's bad or whatever like things didn't work out we're going back colin trevorrow to to rewrite the ship or whatever but it sounds like it wasn't i don't think it was jay bayona's fault for one and then i think Colin Trevorrow, like, in the meantime, I've talked about this before in that show. I can't remember what it's called right now, that he made some fucking weird-ass movie with Naomi Watts and Jacob... I think it was Jacob Tremblay or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Henry... Some, the Book of Henry. He made The Book of Henry, which is a weird, terrible fucking movie. And I'm like, I don't have a lot of faith in Colin Trevorrow, even though I like Jurassic World a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I think he did some others like independent stuff early on, right? But uh, that I liked. But now I'm like, I don't know that I trust him with a big property, man. Well, man, the weird part is, is that this is we're getting all into like the Jurassic Park lore. Um, mm-hmm. Leading up to like uh, even the first trailer for Dominion, they put out these little shorts that were all about like Jurassic World and how like the dinosaurs were interacting. So like, I don't know if you ever saw. There's like a, I think one's like a 10 minute one. Oh wow, but no. like. No, it's about like a, a group of people um, camping and then a Carnotaur is attacking their trailer. There, there actually is a, a scene of it in the, the movie that they referenced, but like the the fan service that they did in terms of having all this bonus stuff, like there's a website you mm-hmm. can go check out and they have a bunch of different video. They've, they very much made it seem like they tried to make it seem like the world actually is populated by dinosaurs with all these cool video things. Gotcha. So was, I like, I love the marketing of it. And mm-hmm. Trevorrow did. Yeah. Like the first world is awesome. And he has some great ideas, but then watch. Yeah. Watching this, it, it's like, what happened to all of that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know that I trust him with all of the, I don't yeah, know. Like it's like any nuances that mm-hmm. there, there was in the world in terms of like impact and stuff. It's completely gone in this. It's the most streamlined. Nobody's in danger. Nobody, yeah. you know, like it, it's really hard to care about, you know, but I don't care about Chris Pratt anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what about Chris Pratt in Jurassic World? Did you like him in that at least? No. Well, or despite him, I didn't think he was as bad because he kind of seemed like a a likable, you know, hero in that mm-hmm. one. In that he he wasn't like I'm amazing at everything. He's just like I'm I'm just a dude trying to make it by. But right. then it just yeah. After that, he's gotten really like this one. He's so insufferable. 
they do like that thing where like every action movie star has where it just constantly zooms in on them with like a furrowed brow right. and they're they're looking <laughs> off in the distance and it's not in like it's it's not in a contemplative it's more like i'm about to do something cool right I, I don't know staged just, it, yeah, where it's like this is uh, this is Jurassic Park, not uh, you know uh, Fast and the Furious or something. Mm-hmm. Which it felt like Fast and the Furious. There's a lot of bike riding in this. A lot of it does look kind of Fast and Furious. Yeah, very. And it and it is influenced by all the movies that have in the action stuff, especially action movies that come out since you know, like it's a different. It's a different uh, world. It's a different different world. Did yeah, it's a it's a Jurassic world. Wow, <laughs> damn, it's a Vin Diesel. So, yeah, world. The, that is that is me pooping on. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to come on here, and I I haven't had a chance to be on any podcast to talk about my hatred oh, there of you it. Go. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is like let a it case. out, brother. Yeah. yeah, and I'm gonna think of other things later on, so I'll like add those yeah. on oh, in my should. own. Yeah, yeah. What about, I, uh... what about you? What are you? What have you been checking out? Oh, what you know, you uh, things. Uh, I, I might. I've been watching. I'm like in the middle of a lot of stuff. Like I'm in the middle of uh, now the the boys season three is out. I had stopped watching season two because I was sick of waiting for episodes to come out. Right. And I realized, oh, it's been a whole another year. I haven't even caught up on that. So I'm in the middle of the boys season two. It's been pretty rad. I've heard uh, nothing. I've never seen the boys. But oh I've yeah, heard nothing but good things about it. It's it's awesome, man. It's a lot of fun. It's not perfect, but it's uh, they have a lot of great ideas for superhero stuff. Kind of like turning it on its head. Right. Um, and that's, yeah, like you've even had like my, my co-host Mitch has, has tried getting me on that show. And it's always the same thing because it's like, well, you don't like superhero movies. But it's like, oh, this this flips all of that. And it makes yeah. it, you know, it's like you like this. I think. Yeah. And it's it's uh, raunchy and they cuss a lot and super fucking violent. And they I don't know, they just kind of go there in a lot of ways. And it, and it once you see some of the things that they do, like like just as an example, there's like a, a stretchy armed dude, you know, and he's like a stretchy dude for Jesus, but he also is secretly gay and he uses his stretchiness for his gay activities. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. There'd be superheroes for Jesus. They would they would use their abilities in sexual ways. They would use them for all kinds of you know, nefarious life things. imitating art. Yeah, it's exactly. And uh, and it's like this is exactly what would happen. And so it it shows you things and you're like, oh, of course. Superman right. wouldn't be so fucking, you know, nice and it, humble. It, it kind of shows the the humane side of Yes. Yeah, like the human condition of being a superhero. Yes, the human side of superhuman. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh and 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 some of the super stuff too. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool and the the people in it are really great, um the actors and stuff. But yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of it. And then um I watched uh because of um watching the boys uh jack quaid is in that uh and so i i made me think of scream the new scream movie so Mm -hmm. i ended up impromptu the other night doing a uh a scream and scream 22 double feature at like midnight and it was awesome and uh i had watched the back to back like that yeah i've never well i've seen the new scream but Mm -hmm. i haven't back to back it with anything how did that feel i liked i like because i like the new scream Mm -hmm. so i liked the back to back with the original and specifically the the ending at the house um at Stu's <laughs> old house and stuff and so uh which is a, a minor spoiler i guess for the new screen but uh just where it's set you know and so i i wanted to specifically i wanted to see the set design of that because i knew they built it on a set and the other the original one from what i knew was like a real house yeah. and so i was like i wanted to see like how close it was and then what they did in that house that mirrored each other and so they were i can't think of any right now but they were there were some cool details that i noticed were mirroring the first movie 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like they, they, oh, really, so they really put that love and attention. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. And it, I felt it because I could see them back to back like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the vibe of it. Just the, the vibe of them together without the other sequels in between was kind of interesting. I think, I think that might be just hearing you talk about it might be a great way to watch it in terms of, yeah, picking up because uh, with those sort of films, the, the, re- the newer remakes or mm-hmm. continuations, there's a whole generation of people who yeah grew up with those and want to put all those like little details in there so right it's awesome it would be lovely just to have like you know because there's a lot of ones that they'll never that people never really talk about even in like the imdb thing but it's like Mm -hmm. someone on that set did something that you'll never notice it's like i wish people would just have like a list like this is every single thing in scream that's a loving you know like yeah because they know what they put in there yeah (laughs) and they're like we got to put this on a back shelf we put this over here yeah just like let me appreciate it totally (laughs) yeah yeah it's like i wanted to be front and center for a reason um but yeah it was cool even the way that like the the first movie the the kids are like uh like by by a fountain eating lunch Mm -hmm. and like talking the next day after like the first murders and then on this one they're like in park benches under a tree and like just the the little details that were like well yeah they're also man Mm -hmm. kids today even eat lunch it's crazy you know just like us back in the day kids eating lunch we're not so different (laughs) (laughs) but it was cool like just to see how the 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 script i guess kind of mirrored Mm -hmm. the original one but it i like i like a lot of the new like jurassic world uh force awakens halloween the new scream like i like these these requels that they're they're doing whatever and and the feeling of them where it's like the nostalgia, the new characters, the old characters, the old storylines, the new storylines, but like they feel better than a lot of the the remakes the last decade. It's kind of fun to see how, yeah, where they, where do they meld those things together? And then especially with ones that have to deal with uh, not, not a distant galaxy, but more of what we're dealing with in our here and now Mm. is seeing how all these ones have to adapt. Even your killers have to adapt to technology yeah 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 which is always a bummer for me because like a lot of the best movies you don't have to worry about all the technology it helps so it's like it really does help it's like yeah i know that you could text or call somebody but like do something fun instead yeah it's like it makes me think of why we're so boring now uh generally like it feels life feels a little more boring because it's like we're all just consuming these like yeah i can see the wildest shit i've ever seen right on my phone in two seconds yeah and I can curate it to what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that affects your life, and then it affects how someone would yeah, film that yeah. life then and show that, yeah. like, how they would use that. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I think they did a pretty good job with, with the new one uh, and the new Scream, so it was fun to watch them back-to-back like that, so... Cool. I'd recommend I it. I think I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Next time, you, yeah, you feel up for it, and uh, at least... I don't know, the, the second one's a longer movie, I think, but the, the first Scream is, like... Uh, a, such a fast quick movie to me i think it's only like an hour and a half it's mm-hmm. it's like it's very short and uh man it's one of my my favorite comfort movies so i was like i'm putting this on I'm just gonna curl up with a with a good what's scream your, i was gonna say what's your favorite like comfort food to go with your comfort movie oh man um in general i i do have the ge- you know the general popcorn comfort yeah. comfort thing um are you a plain popcorn guy or do you like spruce it up Oh, I just like a lot of a lot of butter, a lot of theater it, butter. Yeah, yeah okay, but I don't need much more than that. What about you? Oh man, you know I'm all about like I get that ketchup seasoning, sprinkle what? that in there. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Oh, I guess you, you guys don't have ketchup as much there. Um, I, I'm obsessed with ketchup, wild and we have ketchup seasoning. It's so good. You're like, do you bring your own packet, or is it no? They sell them there. there. 
they serve them. They serve, they sell them. They're like a buck or something. Oh my God. That's wild. They have all these different flavors. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, I'm all about it. I, and well, a lot of people here do like ketchup. I, I particularly, I'm, I'm a very particular, uh, picky eater. Uh, and I don't like ketchup randomly. Um, so that would, that would be the worst for me, but my wife, I think would like that. I'm very intrigued by a popcorn that tastes like ketchup for her. Yeah. We're like, I I know that you guys have ketchup, but I know that like Canada is big about like, we have every version of ketchup something. Interesting. Like, I did not know you guys were so yeah. into ketchup. Oh yeah. We have like, yeah, like ketchup chips, ketchup, everything. Right. I've heard of ketchup and, chips. Well, no, like we have like 800 different kinds. Like it's a big deal Damn. here. You, you can get like different stuff. Like if you want mega ketchup, like mm-hmm. extra loaded, you can get <laughs> We also have like one store that has like, you know, how every uh, place has their own brand of like their no name brand. Yeah. This one place that we have um, will do like the weirdest flavors of chips ever. So if you want like ballpark hot dog. Oh, you it. yeah. And it, and it actually tastes like it. you don't even have You're to like, go to the ballpark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. Yeah, I want to see, I guess, ballpark dog flavored chips with chip flavored hot dogs at the park you switch up the flavors it's it's like the texture would fuck me up more than anything right like a your brain dog. would be so broken yeah. from that yeah, right. it's all like that expectation of what you're about exactly. to eat and it's just like this isn't it this is not this is does not feel good for me i do not like this and then you don't you don't actually squirt ketchup on it but you sprinkle some ketchup seasoning on it and people will be like what where did I like cross universes? That'd be so fucked up, man. You should get some like upfront on edibles and then do that to them. You know, like yeah. hot dog flavored chips with like ketchup sprinklings. I've always thought about doing something where like, yeah, if one of my friends gets really drunk or whatever, I want to take like the, a chocolate bar and melt it a little bit. So it looks like poop. And then just be like, oh, man, no. start, you know what I mean? Like just to really fuck with them. Their eyes just keep getting bigger yeah. and bigger like where you go. <laughs> You're like, it's so good. I can't stop. Dude, my dog made like a whole bunch of these in the backyard. <laughs> Amazing. You should go back there and get one, bro. <laughs> oh, man, that could lead to a real bad times. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to, though. But uh, I would love to jump into the main feature today and discuss do it. this amazing movie, uh, Jurassic Park, 1993s own Jurassic Park which apparently is one of your favorite movies it is my favorite movie Just number one bar none oh man that's it, amazing yeah I have like favorite horror movies but if someone's mm-hmm. like what's your favorite movie this is it it's just this is. what uh how old were you when you first saw this do you remember that or like your first experiences with it I was curious about that see and I've I've watched it so like my whole thing is I don't remember my first experience I just remember it was always on because like right. my grandma used to babysit like I used to live at my grandma's house for the most part and she mm-hmm. had uh, a VHS copy of Jurassic Park like just the plain black one with the logos like, yeah everything. And, classic and, and I used to watch that I would just put it on over and over and over not just mm-hmm. like once a day like I would I would rewind it and just play and run away and come back and like we had to get another one eventually because i just wore out the tape oh, I so love it's that. just like i i never had like uh uh like oh this is the first time i saw it i just remember it always being on like it was just like a part of life yeah you know totally and then and then like even like lines in the movie were like at the time i had no idea what what any of the words meant but i could like say the whole line back it was right. you know like it was is an odd thing but anyway yeah so that was like me growing and then like i had all the toys i was obsessed like oh, I, yeah. I have a jurassic park tattoo right now even and i want to get more oh what's your like, tattoo used, of um 
I don't know if I can show you here. Uh, oh it's, man, it's on this tank. <laughs> it's on my tank. Oh, he's whipping it's it out. A, it's just a small <laughs> one. Um, you kind of see it. It's just a T Rex like uh, skull. Oh um, yeah, right on. Yeah, I'm planning on getting like a bunch more. But anyway, yeah, like it's it's always just been like a part of my life. I had like a million of those action figures of them. I wish I still had them. I know, Although, right? Like, I, I had like toys and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like now I'm like, oh, that would be amazing to have. They were always like confusing toys too, because you know how like every toy had to have a feature for some reason. Right. It would it would be like uh this this dinosaur, you can randomly pop out a corner of its stomach and you'll have like a little <laughs> rib piece. It's like, why do I need why? that? <laughs> and then God took that rib and yeah. made Adam. <laughs> You're like, yet. what are they teaching our kids? <laughs> Someone's trying to sneak that in, like these heathen Jurassic Park dinosaurs. <laughs> What's evolution? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I I also remember it just kind of being around a lot. Like I was uh-huh. eight when it came out. I'm I think I saw it in the theater, but I honestly don't remember it. I wish I did. That'd be amazing. But um, do you remember like commercials for it and stuff? I like oh the the toys. I remember that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cause like this came out when I was one, so like there you go. I, mm-hmm. I had there was no build up to this for me. It's just like it had already existed right. when I got into it. But it's just like I wish I would have remembered because it was like a couple years after that where it was just dinosaur everything. Oh yeah, and yeah, and like I I not that I remember for that one, but I even remember for like the Lost World, like all the mm-hmm. they had like toys at like uh, McDonald's and Burger King and stuff, and it was just like it was like a phenomenon. You couldn't escape being a dinosaur kid. It was a great era, man. We really had the best stuff, and it certainly helped with all the dinosaur stuff that was around. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't this. It was, or just this. It was like they had like the fucking like Land Before Time. They had the We're Back, the dinosaur story. Like oh, I love that movie. Still, yeah, good. I haven't We're seen back. it in years. Um, yeah. yeah, there's like I think there's like fourteen or something Land Before Times. Right. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna throw out some more dino stuff that I love I from that time. <laughs> um, if anyone's ever seen the cartoon, there's only one season of it, Dinosaurs and Cadillacs. Very cool show. Oh, awesome. No, or sorry, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is what it's called. Very uh-huh. cool show. Um, what else is there? There's Dino Riders. That was a big one. Did mm-hmm. you guys ever have any of the toys for those? No, I, you mentioned Dino Riders before, I thought. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really remember that. Is that a video oh. game? It no, it was a it was a cartoon. It was like GI Joe, but like oh my the, god, but everyone had dinosaurs, and it was like a big toy line. It was huge. Um, they're supposed to be making a movie for it eventually. Oh my god! But yeah, I and don't then remember there's that. Oh, that's awesome! All, right? <laughs> Very wow. cool. Um, and then there was like stuff like. Uh, I remember even like my stepbrother had all the Turok games. So then I got I into playing Turok, like yeah. Turok because of that. Like, yeah. I think Seeds of Evil is still like one of my favorite games. Yeah. It's so fun. I don't remember actually playing a lot of the Turok games. I had a friend who had the first one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just remember like it just was dinosaur everywhere. And it started mm-hmm. from this movie. Like there, there was a magical era to be a part of that was like geared towards a lot of family friendly, but like pretty like this has a lot of stuff in it like that's a lot of violence and like gross things in it but it amps that factor up for kids you know and yeah. it just felt like it was made for us still even though it was like a little more adult i it is wild to see the difference in terms of yeah like what a what a kid's movie quote unquote then yeah. would be versus like how i look at fallen kingdom or, or dominion now how they handle it like yeah right. the first jurassic park movie even though i had a lot of kids stuff it was 
it's basically a horror movie and yeah. i know people always say that it's not but it's like it, it basically is and the lost world like the second one for sure is a horror movie mm-hmm. the, the amount of wild like it's like your your uh, t-rex is basically michael myers like i was gonna say it's like a slasher film yeah mm-hmm. they're just following you around yeah chasing you yeah. And, and killing you off one by one yeah, yeah and in like the wildest ways possible and right. you know, just yeah, when yeah, you yeah. think you're safe yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh growing up with it it's it was always just kind of again like a part of my life as well but um Mm -hmm. i even found the other day i was going through like old photos that i had saved and there was one of me and my favorite my favorite climbing tree and i'm wearing my jurassic park shirt and i was like fuck yeah right like and and they were everywhere like i had a lot of the toys and dude i I had so much uh, of it I had bed sheets, Jurassic Park bed Dude, sheets awesome. that my yeah my mom <laughs> saved awesome. them for the longest time because they were in like good shape still, and I'm uh-huh. pretty sure she gave them to like my little cousin who's also obsessed with Jurassic Park. Sweet, but yeah, I just remember having all the weirdest like toy stuff, and then even the video games. Like I don't know how much you got in any of the the video games, but there was like one for Super Nintendo I used mm-hmm. to play all the time, and then like telltales made some there's another ton there's like a, a builder one that one's actually pretty fun oh yeah yeah like the the park builder kind of game oh yeah right like, on. Oh, yeah, be yeah, fun. It's yeah. Like, they've done so many cool things with that and like it's no surprise it's why there's so many of us that have grew up on that and that's one of my favorite uh parts of jurassic world is jake johnson when he has the original jurassic park shirt on because i feel yeah. like in the movie they're making a comment about all of us that grew up with with the original movie and yeah. I love that little like nod to nerddom in there, you know. Yeah, I I think that uh, people need to understand that nerddom comes from a place of of love and also um, like holding things to a standard. Uh, not that I'm not that yeah. I'm like agreeing that like nerddom <laughs> rage should be allowed, but yeah. I think there is a place for it, and it is a little bit of quality insurance. Like if your entire fan base says we don't like something, right. You know, does that mean it's part of that, you know, is it the fan base's fault or is it the (laughs) people trying to cater to this fan? Like, it's the chicken or the egg. I feel like, yeah, it's the anger and and hatred that comes out of it that's bad. Mm -hmm. But the the underlying idea can be okay. And uh, it's certainly helpful for the franchise or the the property, you know? Yeah. And like, as long as it's not um, like going directly, like it's like. Okay, I don't like Chris Pratt, but I'm never gonna like right. DM, DM him like yeah. you ruined Jurassic World. I will murder you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like don't don't try to murder people. Don't be a racist. Yeah, and, uh, like, don't be a need, sexist. We need all these people online. It makes me so upset that like so many people from Jurassic or Star Wars are just not on like Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Or in, you know what I mean? It's like leave them alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, the Star Wars stuff, especially uh, a lot of the the women people Mm -hmm. of color like they they are getting so attacked and it's so weird i I, and that stuff doesn't make sense i have no i have no like belief for the reasons behind Mm -hmm. that like i don't agree with those people at all but um i do think like ugly sonic was a real big mistake and i'm really glad they listened to the fans you know so you get both both sides sometimes i don't know I know good things can come from yeah, that. Uh, have you seen Chippendale yet? Yes, just recently. Fucking amazing that they use him. <laughs> See, that's that's the kind of stuff where it's like, okay, it, you know, like the ugly Sonic thing is like, take it on the chin, make a joke. You've right. won us over with it. You you still have that character, right? The, you know, like ugly Sonic now exists, and you can use it for as much as you want. It just didn't happen to work at the time. So yeah, I like and that. it works so much better now pop culturally. To, to yeah, be exactly. Chippendales, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I loved the that was yeah a really great nod and a way to use that character. I feel kind of like bad for the designers who made it in the first place, but also it was really fucking ugly. And the fact yeah. that they got to reuse those actual designers work though is kind of nice, you know. Yeah, I think there's there's something fun to be had with that. Oh yeah, they do it in, their, in such a good like winky way. Uh, yeah, they they weren't so like well. the people who made this are idiots. Right. <laughs> like you're kind of an ugly character. Just yeah. you know, like it is what it is. Man, it's so funny. Every time I type in Jurassic Park on Google, it pulls up Jurassic World Dominion, and it makes me very angry. Right. I I hate that it does shit. That's like um, it's not the same level, but that like when that Black Christmas movie came out, like the new one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like every time I go and try and like find pictures for just Black Christmas, it's always the first one that comes up, and I get I'm just like, oh, I fucking hate you. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. It's the same thing with like the new uh, Halloween, the new Scream. Mm-hmm. Now I can't fucking find Scream and Halloween whenever yeah, I want like, to find oh, them. Oh, right you just away. we don't exist anymore. Okay. Right. And it's like we. Hey, Sonny, we existed before you. <laughs> Listen up. Just because Windows Explorer died. <laughs> yeah, guys. Don't get so upset by it. I feel like we are very curmudgeon-y today, you and I. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't, not I didn't not come as on the show. Yeah, knowing that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, gotta, gotta happen sometimes. So, um, so I always like to also go through the cast list for the films that we mm-hmm. review. So I'll do that real quick. Um, obviously, this was directed by Steven Spielberg. It was written by Michael Crichton and David Kep, and it stars Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough. Uh, there's uh, some people on there I'm sure I know. Bob Peck, Martin Ferrero. I'm not sure which ones, which characters they are. B.D. Wong, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Al Jackson, Wayne Knight, Joseph Mazzello, and Ariana Richards are all the people. Who plays, who's um, can I ask you while you got mm-hmm. that pulled up? Who plays Dodson in the original? That is, I looked him up yesterday because he was auditioning for another role for a while or whatever cameron thor is his name yeah because they brought i think it's him or it's somebody playing him in the new one so oh well i looked him up the the original actor um in 2016 was sentenced to six years for sexually assaulting a 13 year old girl so oh yeah then he's definitely not so they did not bring him back wow that is very upsetting oh yeah that is i did not know that (laughs) he uh he he originally auditioned for the role of ian malcolm i guess in this and um, yeah that would have been so awkward wow damn you just can't trust anybody um so that's weird yeah i looked him up earlier because he was also in hook I was looking up just people in the cast. Uh-oh, so, uh oh, he shouldn't have been in that. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, uh oh. Um, but yeah, no, I'm That's... seeing. Okay, Bob Peck is Robert Muldoon. Yeah, he's awesome. Is that and, Josh uh, Peck's dad? Uh, let's see. What if it was? That would it's, be actually really cool. Not. I doubt it. That'd be like the yeah. best Wikipedia <laughs> fact ever. Right. Be like, where'd that come from? I would. I would tell everybody that. Like, did you know? Right. You should just go ahead with that. I think that could be uh, that could be our canon. Bob Peck is Josh Peck's dad. I feel like that'll like, require more explaining that because they'll be like, you know, Muldoon from Jurassic yeah, no. Park, and, and they'll be like, what the fuck? And then it'll just be so much, you know. And then if they don't know who Josh Peck is, I have to explain all that. You're like, well, uh, this is so much more than the it's worth. Joke, yeah. Whatever you have to explain every detail of it, every facet of it, just connect it all. Um, yeah. Okay. So Martin Ferrero is the uh, the lawyer Gennaro, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he's okay. Uh, BD Wong is Henry Wu. I love that guy. Um, I like what his he, his trajectory in the, the movies has been interesting. He's um, 
God, he was on uh, Law and Order SVU for a okay. long time. That's what I mostly uh, knew him from outside of Jurassic Park. You're uh, you're so right though. Like when you when you watch the first one, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna come back and be a big part of these. Did films? not expect it. Yeah. No. Did not see that one coming. Um, he was also in um, one of the movies my wife and I watch a lot is uh, uh, Father of the Bride. Those like two original like Steve Martin what not original they were remakes too but the Steve Martin ones. I have no idea. You're a big fan of Father of the Bride with Steve Martin, right? Yeah, obviously you watch it all the time. All the time. (laughs) He's, uh, Martin Short plays like a wedding planner in it, who's like, he plays like a Martin Short character, right? He's like really quirky and stuff. And then this guy is his like assistant, so. Okay. uh, And he's, they're both, at least hinted, I think it's pretty over, over, they're both gay. And so he's he's very lively, gay Asian man in that movie. And in this one, he's so reserved, uh, so yeah, really like a, to see him that way. Yeah. I'm I'm so used to seeing him yeah. as yeah, just this quiet scientist. So the idea of him right. being like anything else is so wild. Yeah, and then an SVU, he's like always. I think he's like a, a forensic investigator or or a, th- a psychologist, or whatever. He's, he's one he's of those very, guys like, who pushes well. his glasses up and tells you information. Yeah, yeah. you've seen. Yeah, you've seen the shows. <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody does it the same way. Um, but yeah, he's. I like him in this, but yeah, I never saw him his trajectory coming from from this no, series or whatever. So um, weird. But it for, again, it's like I'm not sure. I I've totally buy into what they're doing for, like through Dominion and stuff. But if they if that is the case, then it's like I like his place in the story. Like at least in in the last two movies that I saw, where he's like kind of facilitating the new creatures and then also mm-hmm. selling the stuff on the black market or whatever, it's like that kind of fits. I can see that. It, it kind of makes him seem like way shittier of a character because in the first one he's kind of endearing in his own special mm-hmm. way so uh yeah it is it's just, just really weird you don't see a lot of series take uh not a like he's kind of a minor yeah like in the first yeah. one he's kind of more of a minor you yeah, don't see a lot of series is take somebody like that and then make them a bigger character years later right yeah you know because it's not like he went and made himself a star either if it was like he was on like a chris pratt level it'd be like okay bring him back but it's just right you're you're making him again (laughs) you could just do this different he uh i feel like he's a bigger character in the book i had read the book in the last couple years and i feel like that he would but i I forgot most of it i I was trying to read the plots and opposite to remind me like the there's a Biggest difference is like there's like a river scene in it, and there's there, a lot yes, of that, there's right? a um, waterfall scene that's like a, a oh, big yeah. part of it, and and it brings like it makes Muldoon a lot more badass in the book, mm. um, and a lot more likable of a character. Um, Hammond's ten times less unlikable of a character. Yeah, he's in like it. a shitty businessman in it, right? Yeah, like, they kind shrewd. of just wrapped his character into the lawyer in mm. in the movie, but yeah, like I've I've read the book a couple times, and like okay, I right know. On. It's I, I know that like it's kind of a, a cop out to be like, oh, you know, any of these these uh, books are supposed to be not. How do I put this? Um, like, <laughs> oh, the, the movie is supposed to be like the streamlined better version of it. But then like when you read it, it's not even that they're like a streamlined version. It's that it's literally quite a bit of a different story. So you can read the book and get a ton of enjoyment out of it. Too, yeah, it's different. It's, it's very violent too, yeah, but it, yeah. it definitely tells a different, less of a, a Steven Spielberg kind of, you know, he, mm. he does such a great job of making these like adventure movies and then it just wraps up at the end and everybody's nudging each other on the elbow. Right. Like, <laughs> really died over there. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I was curious too, I guess, cause I didn't, I didn't know if you had read the book, but there you go. You've read it a few times. Have you read the, uh, the lost world book? 
as yes, well? Yes. Yes. I actually will say, I'm glad that you asked me that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost World, they've taken, because the the book is completely different from the movie. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like, they've taken so much later on in, in the series. They've taken so much from this, mm-hmm. the Lost World and put it in um, not only like World, the the sequels, you know, like yeah. the, the Jurassic Park World, but they've also added it to some of the video games that are like technically canon. Oh, interesting. So like okay. a lot of things have come out of that. Like the, the Carnosaurs were originally in World and we didn't see them till mm-hmm. uh, Fallen Kingdom, I think. Mm-hmm. so um i don't know like i think that book's awesome it's it's way more violent and and we kind of mentioned if we want to talk a little bit about world it's yeah. like that straight up awesome horror movie i think it doesn't get enough recognition like standalone it's it's awesome mm-hmm. the jurassic world is or yeah the the sequel yeah the lost world oh yeah yeah, yeah. i <laughs> everything's I gotta be like i remember world. the book yeah yeah right yeah that's what makes it tough now too and they yeah do the jurassic world thing um i i remember Parts of both books, I, I think I liked both. Um, the sequel, I remember being a lot different. Uh, and it was fun just to read the differences in the characters. Like, it is really, like, a different story. Like, you can mm-hmm. have them for different reasons. And um, I found... I, I was reading other Michael Crichton books because um, I really, like... I found out recently that I really like the movie Congo still. It's, like, That's super cheesy. That's a cool cheesy. movie. It's yeah, fucking that, cool, um, man. Talking about lasers that? again, yeah, with animals, but totally works. Who, who's in that movie? Is Bruce Campbell in that? uh i don't movie? know he, yeah he um i don't remember if he's in it the main guy i can't remember because he's he's only in that movie really that i can think of but uh, yeah that one's cool too i, for, I, I love Congo. it was Congo. fun man it's uh and it's silly like but the movie is like such 90s mm-hmm. like silly action type stuff or whatever and it has like i don't know sign language gorillas i mean it's just cheesy but awesome uh laura linney's in it i forgot about that uh tim curry the main oh, guy is I Dylan Walsh, Walsh, uh, and then Ernie Hudson plays the like Muldoon kind of character, like the, the yeah, badass. I love Ernie Hudson. He's fucking awesome. Uh, Bruce Campbell's in it, yeah. Uh, I don't remember what he plays in it though. It's been a few years since I rewatched this again, but um, but yeah, and it was it was fun. But I started reading the book of it, and it wasn't as exciting as like Jurassic Park and The Lost World were when I read those. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading about Michael Crichton, and they were like, oh yeah, before he died. Uh, he testified before Congress about how climate change was a hoax. And I was like, oh, man. No, oh, really? Not yeah, him too. totally wild. And like the early 2000s, he did. Uh, and I'm like, fuck. And so like it, I, I ended up not, not finishing Congo, but I liked the Jurassic just Park Just principle, like, fuck I was like, dude. I don't know. It, got, it was really boring. It, took, it was like I was halfway through the book and they had not even gotten to the Congo yet. They had been yeah. planning the excursion. And I was like, fucking get there already. And then it's I found like, out he doesn't believe in climate change. It's just like, the I'm most out. boring part of like <laughs> yeah. King Kong, just extended. Yes, exactly. They're like, like oh, oh, we got a travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> I loved when they were on the boat in yeah. King Kong. I just want them to have small talk the whole way through. That's what, see, like Kevin Smith would do, right? He always mentions like he couldn't do the action, but he would just have like two people talking on the way to the event. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the books, though, I remember liking the sequels growing up. I, I remember them always being around. I don't remember ever liking a ton of them. I remember watching them, but Jurassic Park, the first movie, is the one that always just stuck with me. But uh, what did you think about the sequels, especially before the new trilogy has been coming out? Um, but do you still like them all, or what? how do you feel about those? 
Yeah, I've kind of like wrestled with that just because going back, like I was at an age where I was cognizant, like when three came out. So Mm -hmm. like two, amazing. I was still young enough. One and two were incredible to me. They were, you know, they were my my Bibles right right there. So I was at an age where like three got me where all the the tie-in stuff I would buy beforehand because they had like a little like book that you could buy before like a kid's yeah. one and kind of gave away the story so i'd be like i'd read that and stuff that's hilarious and then going back and, and watching three three is just kind of like kind of the soulless version it mm-hmm. still looks like the first two but is just kind of really soulless i, I don't know it's not that fun you, i like all the seeing all the animatronics still like right the big spinosaur but yeah this the story itself isn't that interesting or or fun um but the, like the first two are just exceptional and then yeah like we kind of talked about before world when it came back i was i loved world mm-hmm. when it came like went there opening night i was cheering um i went opening night for fallen kingdom and i really don't like that's like, kind of Ooh. when it yeah that's when i realized it's like oh this isn't for me anymore right. like they this was yeah like world Who was kind of my though? you know world was like my last hurrah we're like yeah, you were talking about like how the one guy is wearing the jurassic park shirt yeah the, so long buddy <laughs> right. passing of the guard so unfortunately yeah like i i still think i think world um like the first one uh, behind the first two is like the third best in there mm-hmm. and then yeah it's kind of a jumbled mess but i watch these like I watch even even though I don't need to. I rewatched for this podcast. right. Awesome, so, yeah. yeah. I've I've seen this so many times, and in, in like World, even I, I watched that like a little while ago. So yeah, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, it makes me. What about you? Uh, it makes me want to rewatch World now since I've watched this one, and it'd be kind of like mm-hmm. Scream and and Scream twenty two twenty two that yeah. you know back to back almost. Um, but I had also just watched Jurassic Park like I don't know two months ago like randomly so mm-hmm. i i was really fresh with it but then last night i was telling my wife i was like well i have to watch jurassic park and she's like hell yeah throw that on i was like awesome great you know it's like a summer movie it felt right like oh totally i don't think right there's now. like a bad time to watch there's jurassic. never a bad like, time to watch the winter you're like oh i wish it was nice and it was storming right <laughs> yeah there's any good time to, to watch jurassic park um <laughs> i yeah i don't so you still like the uh the sequels that you still like lost world because i haven't seen that one in a while i don't think I, I honestly like I commend you to go and watch Lost World because mm-hmm. it is so much fun. It it's kind of it it is the darker version, even in the fact that like they didn't take Sam Neill for the second mm-hmm. one. It was you know it was it was Ian Malcolm was that character right. who even in the first one right he's kind of your like black cloud. He's the he's the you know the negative one right. of the group, and they made a whole movie where he's the main character. So it's like it's all evil in that one, and like most of the cast gets slaughtered and you see a lot of it. It's just, it, not that those you are like the slashery. best parts of a, yeah, yeah, it's not the best part of the film, but like it's a straight up like slasher horror movie. And That's it's interesting. Like, a lot yeah. of fun. And, and how do you, how do you like the greatest for me, the greatest cinema scene in history is the, uh, the T-Rex escaping in the first Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Incredible. It's like everybody knows what that scene is and right. just how it's put together. It's perfect. So in the the second one when they had to like do something like that and they did that thing of pushing the thing off the cliff if you remember that mm-hmm. from back the, oh um, yeah, yeah i get you yeah. yeah it's like they did a good job of making their own memorable scene mm-hmm. while not being as memorable it's like how the fuck do you follow that up right <laughs> yeah and i think that it's interesting too because spielberg is the only one that could i think uh at that time mm-hmm. right and he did a good job but i still feel like even he uh, I think has said some, you know, some of the effect of like, you know, he doesn't like it as much as the first one or whatever, but uh, yeah. it's still I don't has think you'll moments. ever, yeah. yeah. 
I don't, I don't think there there ever been could have or there ever could have been a way for them to top that. Yeah. It's, it's just such a I think the the thing that I like about it, just because you know after watching it so many times the the layers of enjoying it just for the story sometimes you kind of have to peel that back mm-hmm. especially because we're talking about it and like as a podcast and as you know people watching film you start to take more and more from it yeah so it's kind of like oh okay I like this film if I'm looking at it because the story progresses in a certain way that's like easily digestible this is why certain other films don't work as well mm-hmm. you know it's just it's even just I, I don't know every time I watch this film it just it it digests so easily because the story just progresses in such a nice way you're never like okay, we have to go and collect this thing and then do this. And it feels awkward, like how video games do that. Totally. You know, those, those missions where you have to just go and collect things. Like this whole thing just feels like like water, just moves like water. That's a great way to put it, because watching it again last night, I was like, this, just everything in it is just perfect. Like it's the perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. Hey, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much that works so well in it. And we can talk about whatever today. Like I have some notes, but uh yeah just jump around to like i i basically just went through last night because i i was like i've seen this so many times so i just wrote favorite stuff and favorite scenes uh and let's talk about all it like i i I know that like everybody who's probably listening to this has also seen jurassic park so i imagine you don't have to explain it in detail it's like let's talk about the things we like it's like remember this part where the lightning flashes i could dissect some like just the visuals (laughs) of this movie just the lighting alone, I feel like I'm not even that right? much of a lighting guy, but I feel like I could talk about this at length. Like there's so much that's just so good at it. And it's so Spielberg. I'm a I'm a huge Spielberg fan. What about you just in general? Do you like his other stuff? Yeah, I do. And I, I think that that a lot of his movies, uh, like just me personally, I'm always kind of enjoying like the darker films. But then, you know, Steven Spielberg has films like that but also tell these like whimsical tales. Yeah. So I'm not as interested in a lot of like the whimsical stories, but like fucking like like this movie jurassic park we're talking Mm -hmm. about fucking like jaws so some of the lighter stuff i'm not as huge of a a spielberg fan Mm -hmm. but you know some of those more like the monster films like he knows how to do a good monster film yeah uh and there's a lot that i'm still missing from his filmography but i've always been like a big spielberg fan and it's mostly from like the the close encounters the et's the yeah uh, hook i'm a huge hook fan uh from growing I, and up. i've only seen hook once oh, like, really? i can't remember too much of it oh, man, to, is it is it worth a rewatch i have no idea because it bombed horribly and people talk about it like it's kind of a joke but it, i guess it's become right. a cult classic but it it came out when i was like five years old so it was kind of the movie that got me before this one even that i was like right. it's made for kids and it's just so <laughs> magical and he just has a way about him to like get performances from kids especially that are yeah. just are so fucking damn good. And then uh, the adults you, That's too. actually a really good... That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, like getting those kids in situations where they're like believable, not too over the top, but also make you realize like their characters are in danger. That's a hard thing to do with a kid. The way... Like, you can't just... You can't it's just amazing. Scream. Yeah, like you can't yeah. just script it. You can't even just cast it well. You have to pull those performances out. There's something... There's mm-hmm. a level of trust, I feel, that kids have... Like Drew Barrymore has talked about like, you know, working with him as a young actor and stuff and the way he would talk to them and like get those performances out. But it's all of it. It's it's finding the right kids, but then working with them in a way that to make these things that like feel so natural, but like are on these crazy events that like these kids would never be in. But they feel like this is how they would react, though. Like it's it's 100 percent. It's wild. Yeah. And I I like that. There's like especially is he'll put the kids in danger and they'll be on the same footing as an adult. 
which which I really like about that mm-hmm. is you you know sometimes you'll have films where like the kids could be in quote unquote danger, but it never really does yeah. feel that way. They're always kind of have a buffer or shield. This one, it feels like yeah, it's like oh the Raptors are going directly after right. those kids, or you know like they got the T Rex's attention because they were flashing around a light. It's like these kids are constantly being put into danger, and it's up to all the adults and other characters to save them, which is like fun for everybody to watch in a weird way like everybody wants kids to right. just like yeah. survive yeah. so you're all rooting for them but you can put them in actual danger yeah to make it more exciting and make a good story and that's what they do in here and it's just so well done god well it's like all this shit even and they're not afraid to or he's not afraid to kind of shy away from like the kids not even only being in danger but being hurt like at one point mm-hmm. like the car's laying on top of tim while the t-rex is on top of the car yeah and stuff like that or like tim gets uh what was the other one he gets thrown into a tree like from Mm -hmm, the smashed car like stuff like that it's like how many movies do you see where kids are in that much danger that it's like if you don't save them right away they'll be done yeah and it happens over and over again with these kids they all seem believable like the scenarios seem believable that they're Mm -hmm. in and they just have to escape them and uh, but it's terrifying like you really feel the danger there and and their performances tell you that they're there and like there's one in particular with tim I think his sister's gotten out and Alan has her, but Tim is still pinned in the car and the mud is like up to his wrist. Yeah, and start, yeah yes. I think we're talking close to the same yeah, yeah. scene because you do see his legs there being crushed. Yeah. And then, yeah, like all and the mud. Screaming. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's so, I, like you feel like that there's a real T-Rex there stomping on this, you know, mm-hmm. and he could be like, he could be suffocated in mud. Like it looks, so, everything is just so bad, you know, uh, but their performances are so good. I, I think that that's even a cool part is just realizing is, yeah, it's like these kids are a little more scared because this actual animatronic thing is actually there. And you it can, helps. it does help. I, I feel so bad for, for just the way movies have gone. Like, yeah, we're seeing the craziest stuff we'll ever, you know, have seen in mm. history on, on screen. But it's, if you go behind it, it's literally like a ball attached to a, Uh, a stick that's behind a green screen you know it's like how how much can you react to that or how fun would that be to film and be put yourself in that position versus this where it's like they were on a soundstage with a giant literal t-rex like right you can't emulate that kind of true fear when a scene's happening too yeah like (laughs) yeah and they they do such a good job of blending the cgi they do use Mm -hmm. this and it's still the cgi in this mostly is phenomenal still there's there's a few it's, points where it doesn't hold awesome. up but like overall uh, i was pretty great this, this t-rex over yeah. the design of any of the other i think the t-rex design in the new world mm-hmm. it, because the whole thing is cg like it it looks weird it looks like this yeah. gray puff right yeah yeah yeah. It just doesn't there's have no the size to it. to it yeah yeah, there's yeah no exactly there's, exa- that's what yeah, yeah. there's no scale to it you're just like okay it's a dinosaur that's what's weird about seeing everything you, you know, our eyes can see whatever, like, people can imagine now. But it's like, mm-hmm. it it's very few and far between that they really sell the effect well enough, though, to actually make you believe it. And these animatronics work just naturally. Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing with, like, with Spielberg, even just with, like, Jaws. It's the ability to take those things and make them that real that people are impacted watching it. Everybody yeah. goes in knowing that dinosaurs have long been dead, but the fact right. that he can sell you well enough that you care about everyone, you know, like that's that's the true art of making a movie and the fun yeah. part for everyone watching it. 
Yeah, for sure. And that kind of makes me think of uh, one of my notes of my favorite scenes was whenever um, John Hammond is eating the like melting ice cream and he's talking to Ellie and he has this like whole dialogue about like the flea circus and stuff, the and just yeah, yeah. making people believe. But for one, like it's like it's basically Spielberg saying that like Spielberg had talked about changing that character from the book being such like a brash businessman to this like heartwarming grandpa who's also mm-hmm. like a brash businessman. Yeah, uh, and he's like, because I I'm the showman. I feel that I feel a kinship to him or whatever. And um, but that scene as well is like so Spielbergy. And when he takes takes a step back and he has those quiet moments, and they also just feel right. They feel like they're so good. But uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of that showmanship and and making people believe the magic. Oh, 100 percent. And I like I like just the way like I had mentioned my favorite scene is the T-Rex scene is the way that they build up to that is that that the second time there the when the T-Rex actually escapes is the second time you're at the T-Rex paddock. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. time they go through throughout the day and there's nothing out there. And it's kind of that build up of like, look at the size of this fence. Look at how big this area is. Like, where is this fucking thing? And then, yeah, like when they actually finally do deliver and, and just even the way that they pan up with the glasses, mm-hmm. all that does is like you were saying is, is showing you scale. So you actually believe like this thing is fucking monstrous. Right. And the way that they show it in any of the scenes where, you know, anyone's holding a flare or anywhere near this T-Rex, it, it dwarfs them. So you really do get this like, massive fear you know this thing that you're afraid of and then going on from that how it like goes after everybody who's running around trying to stop it from attacking the kids and mm-hmm. just all the the chaos of that like nobody ever can do anything right in a way an action movie does which is what i like about like everybody's kind of a bumbling idiot just right. dealing with what's happening in front of them you know nobody's like if if alan got out of that vehicle and gave us like a stern look and he's like i know exactly what i'll do right you know it would just <laughs> how bad would that fuck up jurassic park for you yeah and that you does know, feel if, like the whole modern movies yeah basically yeah. like that's what they're doing yeah i uh there's something with modern movies as well some of them like they're obviously still good movies and stuff but some of the modern action movies a lot of times, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that comes out on Netflix now that is just, like, doesn't even hit theaters. And, like, I watch them and I forget about them. And, like, they're okay. Uh, some of them have Chris Pratt in them, some of these movies. Um, like, The Tomorrow I saw War. He, yeah, you know? I saw he snuckily put out a couple of dumb action movies that <laughs> nobody talked about. Yeah. Not, not you, Chris. <laughs> you guys see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> there are some that just have a weird feeling now. They just don't feel like there's a lot of heart to them. Uh, I and think that, that's my the biggest problem. part of it. Yeah. That the heart I think and stuff. The yeah, like the the heart of it, and then yeah, when you see your characters that are just these blurs of like you clearly tell that it's for lack of a better term, like a sprite of a person. Like you know, right. Chris Pratt isn't in any of these scenes. It's just you know this uh, computer generation of him. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. It's like oh, he just crashed through eight hundred things, and you know maybe he got like a scratch on him. But like, did I ever care? You know, like was he Never, ever really? Right? It it doesn't. Yeah, all the stakes are gone when you yeah. you know you're watching Jurassic Park, watch how like even the T-Rex chasing Ian there, it's getting closer and he's mm-hmm. looking back and gets thrown into the hut there. But it's like, every time I watch that, I know he's going to survive, but right. it's still, it's like, watch the gap get, you know, closed. And, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. There's Spielberg does that right. You got to care what your characters to enjoy a film for a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. And these characters are so uh quirky like he's quirky the some of them are so endearing the they all have their different backstories yeah and they again like going back to the script like it's just a perfect perfect script it's a perfect movie it's like they fit so well together 
the exposition using like the DNA cartoon thing, like everything just is like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, or even like that. your your hero being not just a straight up like badass. Like Alan's the most reluctant hero ever. He doesn't even fucking like kids, and he's right. the one out there saving. You know, and like, and and that's such a a small addition of that film that just really makes it like there's his hero's journey. He just yeah. you know he got right there, and I think a lot of films miss out on that, and you don't see your character change at all. It's just you have like a character who all of a sudden is in something different and has to shoot at something, whereas like this yeah. does so much more. And modern movies, the same way with the action where you don't feel the stakes, really. You don't feel the stakes in the human, like the emotional development mm-hmm. either. Like you're like, well, I'll, it's just like I, I say it sometimes it's like a paint by numbers type of thing. It's like, yes, they just feel like, well, they're hitting the beats, but I don't feel really that there's any stakes that they're not going to hit that beat. You know, like they're, they're going to hit it. And I know it. Have you ever heard of I just found out about this a while ago. It's um, programs on YouTube where you can find like live streams and it'll just be like uh a machine that you fed thousands of hours of a certain kind of music and it'll just create it as oh, like no. I fe- yeah i wow. started finding i started finding these as, as people just program like you know you give a computer eight thousand hours of country music and mm-hmm. it'll write country music for you i've heard of stuff it's, like that but not with music yeah, that's crazy yeah yeah i found some live streams of that on youtube the other day i thought it was really cool but it's just i kind of relate that to like it's almost how or where movies might get to or how right. it feels a lot of times where it's just like We've seen 800 action movies. This is how this is going to look. And we're going to plug in this character instead of this character and sell it. And yeah, it does. It's like, okay, yeah, you're going to get all these movies made, but they do. They're, they're forgettable and they're Mm -hmm. soulless really. And that's, that's an unfortunate part of that. (laughs) Yeah. And there's, there are some that it can break through, but Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times now I just kind of watch them and forget them. Even if I liked them, I still forget about them. And then it's like, I might be scrolling through months later and be like, Oh yeah. Like I saw that movie, but like Jurassic park fucking sticks with you. Like, and I think anybody today, I think you could show a, a kid who was born a year ago and sit them down in front of it. They would be just as mesmerized as we were. Oh, 100%. You know? What's your, uh, do I ask what your favorite kill is or what your favorite dinosaur <laughs> is in this? Because those are two different Favorite kill or, could be or what? Yeah. Which, what's the second um, one? Oh, your, or your favorite dinosaur in here that, oh, that yeah. makes a big. I don't know. I was going through moments because uh, I I almost put on, I think I put on there too, uh, Dennis Nedry's uh the the spitting dinosaur with the the yeah, big neck the dilophosaur, one, yeah. that one always stuck with me uh that that dinosaur but then that kill whenever it's like in his the whole way it all just plays out whatever is uh has always been so creepy to me as a kid that's horror movie 101 is right? it not right there like he's like i can't see you getting away yeah. he gets inside you think he's finally safe and it, yeah it's just like that that timing is so right. perfect there's someone in the back seat yeah, yeah it's totally there man that's amazing and it's i think the scariest part though is that they they show after they just show the jeep from a distance you don't know what's going on there you yeah. see rocking back and forth you're like oh that's gross and then it's like you know they're fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing some weird freak of nature <laughs> shit in there and that's how the little girl came to be in jurassic park <laughs> fallen kingdom you know <laughs> yeah it was dr grant he looked he's like they're they can mate now they're making ba-. he's like what else can we do with that <laughs> yay okay let's talk about this <laughs> yeah all the other people are worried about like these dinosaurs taking over the planet so one guy so you're saying they can uh they can fuck now huh oh just uh, throw <laughs> i'm just asking questions here yeah, I don't want to be the guy throwing out the weird shit, but yeah. let me say it. Let me say what's on We're everybody's mind. Yeah, exactly. 
um i i yeah like i i kind of tip my hat already to like what my favorite i don't know if i i think my favorite kill actually mm. is muldoon just mm. because it's such a violent yeah. and well-timed scene where nothing really happens if you think about it, like a yeah, lot yeah. of it he's just playing with his gun slowly you know putting it out and it's you're just watching like stuff happen in the distance it's such a a night you know and then there's mm-hmm. a classic like the clever girl thing it's like that is the last his last hurrah right there right and he probably was like this is how i wanted to go though right it's like johnny uh, johnny knoxville it's like how do you how do you really want to go though after all of your this well you know velociraptor that's that's a good way to go for a big game hunting, killer, i guess yeah hunting yeah. three velociraptors yeah. uh, i love that they just proxied his character in the second one oh they, i know right <laughs> with that, that except other dude like, yeah oh Drew's god name. what was his oh no i should know this his um, character name is that what you're trying to think yeah his character the guy who actually played him is dead but he was an alien yeah. three and he's a really good actor Peter i know i like that dude a something lot. he's a british dude yeah i know they know all this <laughs> Oh, um, I'm looking it up now. We'll see. Okay. Lost as soon as you say a name, I'm going to be like... Pete Postlewaite. Pete. Yep. Yeah. And Roland Trim- Timbo. Roland Timbo. Roland Timbo. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. That was a cool there. character. Yeah. But he is very much just like... It's like they could... Like now, if this was a Fast and Furious franchise, they would be like, this is Muldoon's long lost brother. <gasps> oh, right? yeah. Or like he wouldn't have died. He would. They'd show up later and he would have all these scars, but he'd somehow survive. Yes. And the, yeah, it would be like his hardened brother. They'd yeah. be like the fucking... Um, oh, what is it? Like the mountain and <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. hound or whatever. They'd have a weird relationship like that. And, and yeah, they would make... They would Again, they would just make things a little more convoluted now, but a little more soulless at the same time, which is weird. Yeah. Like you'd have that connection, but no actual connection to the character. Like you wouldn't feel that connection to them as a fan you know also how many movies like i know at the time he wasn't as big of an actor but like how many movies do you know that can have samuel jackson in it and just have them as a death off screen and everybody's just I know, right? totally fine with it yeah. like he's a, he's a major character in, and he has like kind of a minor role to be honest in this uh-huh. but it's like even his character is so well done i i love that all the like little things how he just fucking he's like the perfectionist and you know uh what's his name the other character is just like this bumbling idiot and he oh, looks yeah, like yeah. soda and yeah and he's like he's smoking the whole time he just fucking looking <laughs> awesome sam jackson the whole time he that is what i assume every hacker in the 90s looked yeah. like just oh, yeah. a white button-up shirt and <laughs> yeah. just stressed out in a cigarette rolled up sleeves yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely i always wanted to get that uh his thing is a screensaver the uh-uh-uh i wanted that as a screensaver <laughs> I still it's like that kind of stuff sticks with me too like I can if I just want to I can hear him saying that like that uh-uh, mm-hmm. what's the magic word yeah uh-uh. like that I don't know uh all the different designs of this movie and it was funny too because I'm into a little bit computer coding stuff right now and uh to see at the end whenever the I can't remember I was thinking Ellie but the the girl um Tim and oh. then what's her name Oh God! Why am I forgetting it? <laughs> We're so bad Ellie? at names Tim, today. Is it Tim and Ellie? No, Ellie's like the doctor. Tim right. and Lexi. Lex. Lexi. Fuck. Lexi. Lex. Yeah. Uh, when she's going through the different computer systems, and it's like this. Oh, she's saying key checks and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, and she's like, "Ooh, I'll just go over to this compound and look up this box, and we got locks now and everything." Like, uh, the design of all that stuff's really funny. Uh, is it to me. okay? So is it like way off? Because like uh, me as an idiot, like a regular old idiot, I'm just like computer stuff. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that says yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, like, boop. Yeah, beep, beep, boop. Uh, I like this movie in like the net. 
you know, uh-huh. like the the '90s version of the net, what what the internet has become, whatever the web, the World Wide Web. Uh, it's so funny, and it's like uh, in real life, it's like you you're doing much more. Just it's all text based. Yeah. And it's not cool like the Matrix even. It just, you know, just a bunch yeah, they, of lines. The, everything's of moving around. Yeah, and it doesn't little yeah. sprites for you. Like Yeah, and this is you're not gonna have like 3D boxes on a <laughs> board to like go through and remember where a file was or whatever. Like Listen, uh, we're stupid. We need yeah, this. Yeah, but for visually showing it in a movie, it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh and it's one of my yeah, one of my favorite design parts though. But um speaking of design, I also love the the jeeps and the explorers that they use uh i i know people paint their cars like that sometimes i we have one in saskatoon one so yep. bad you have one in saskatoon we had yeah i think we still have him yeah he drives around once in a while that's actually it's so funny you mentioned that's that awesome. it's like um that's the reason like my favorite vehicles are jeeps it's funny how many horror movies always totally. use jeeps but like jeeps i think awesome. just growing up like that like i became obsessed i've owned two jeeps myself just mm-hmm. you know and i like i fucking love them but yeah i love that people always do the dress up the tjs like that we do need a little bit more appreciation for the ford explorers dressed up like that though i do agree yeah we can use those more. fuckers got trashed i know yeah <laughs> they look so cool they do. Uh, I love how in the thing oh they were talking about how like it was kind of like dissing them. They're like, oh, yeah, these are the Fords. They're the gay electric car. <laughs> yeah. They're they're not pa- gas powered. Yeah. And they do need the gas powered Jeeps later yeah. on, though. That would be much bigger yeah, to be in. Yeah. Then they, they go immediately like, oh, look at this American muscle. Right. right <laughs> I think uh, just the, the way that uh, I know you'd mentioned about like the scene where they're eating the the hot ice cream the the melted ice cream oh, yeah, yeah. and all the i just love how they do such a good job of marketing themselves in their own movie oh you yeah. look at all those the toys that are on the back and just yeah. every time i see that i'm like i want that i want that one I, want, I, want, I, want. I know the whole wall of them i always think about jake johnson again in, in jurassic world i'm like this is the wall he wants to get stuff from yeah you know, that he wants like, to wear and use it, everything it just put that stupid logo on it and i'll i'll fucking i'll buy it right i again with the jeeps too or that that people like decorate their actual cars that way yeah there there are certain things again with with toxic fandom and stuff that can be pretty bad um or or you might see something on someone's car like if i see like a certain bumper sticker i might be like oh my god that person's douchey but if i see someone in a Jurassic park car i immediately think I've got to be friends with that person. That is the coolest person in my town, right? Like I instantly, I have no ill will. Yeah, that you've person. narrowed it. Down. You're like, oh there you God. go. This wins the the best person in my town award 2022. Accept yep. it. Got it. Yeah, it's like it's instant. Like I I feel a kinship with that person. I feel like they get it, even though I don't, I don't have it. I don't yeah. have that car. I don't get it as much as even they do. They the, they're the real fan, you know, and I respect it. We have a, it's so funny. We're like not a big city, but we have a couple of those kind of vehicles. But like, I'm pretty sure there's still a Jurassic Park one here. We definitely have a guy who's made two, uh, the, what are the, what's the mystery machines? We have two mystery machines what? in town. Yeah. And then actually the, you know, Wayne's car from Wayne's world. Yeah. There's a guy in Saskatoon <laughs> who has, and it's hundred percent down to like, it says Wayne's car on it and shit. That's amazing. Like, yep so i don't know that's like a weird subgenre of people i know right that's so random yeah there, you have it down there or up there but that's uh, i like that though i've uh i like people that like bring like still restore restore uh deloreans um yeah i love yeah, seeing yeah. A, a delorean in real life that's amazing every time i see one do you do you think it would be weird if i like 
was like, hey, I'm going to remake the Creeper Mobile from like Jeepers Creepers. I don't know if it, <laughs> it would have the same kind of yeah. like. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll flip to a car show. Yeah, everyone yeah. else has got like DeLoreans and shit. And then I'll show up with this like creepy pedo van. Like, like hey, remember what do you guys Jeepers think? <laughs> <laughs> There's real blood in the back. <laughs> Is it animal or human? I don't know. Get back there and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if you have that dream, you go for it. You know, I'm not going to stop you. I, I also, you know, we talked about the vehicles. It kind of sucks that they didn't have as many cool vehicles for the. It's like no one can afford a Lexus. Why are you putting a, or a I know, Mercedes? Right? Is the you know the new Mercedes G? Okay, it's like I can't afford this Jurassic right. World. <laughs> like it gets a little more in my price range. <laughs> I love it too because it's like they market from toys to actual cars, and it's yeah. like you guys gotta know your range, though, right? You know, I'm not up there. The co- the common Jurassic watcher, exactly. You, they are marketing to people that could afford to go to Jurassic Park. I and, don't think and, I'm actually yeah. the people that could afford to go to the actual Jurassic Park. Unfortunately, yeah, I'd be the I'd be the guy who'd who'd buy like the the DVD that's the just somebody walking like through on yeah the virtual <laughs> tour well this is great we had one of those when i was a kid for like a, a carnival cruise lines and it had kathy yeah. Lee gifford as the host and it was like a 45 minute thing and we would watch it a lot because we were we were planning a trip and yeah. uh but we were so excited because it was like the biggest vacation we'd ever had by far yeah and it was like this thing's amazing so now i'm, I'm imagining kathy Lee gifford walks you around jurassic park you know yeah she'd be like oh look at that one Ooh, scary uh, i love that there's that this just makes me think that there's like kathy gifford uh cruise what what would be the propaganda i guess it's oh yeah like a propaganda <laughs> have lots of fun here yeah well i mean it was in the 90s too so she was wearing like a very like naval kind of shirt with like shoulder pads so she oh, did kind weird. of look like a general you know like right. you could say that yeah it was propaganda she was trying to like, she was like come on this cruise and then join the navy yeah right you're like wait a second i don't <laughs> what was the last part <laughs> yeah it's like a uh we've never let the the vhs tape go to the credits but it's like yeah. they, they transition to like a navy propaganda at the very end <laughs> it's the after credit sequence yeah stay for a very special right. it'll be like a, a television yeah yeah hey kids at the very end of this when your parents aren't watching yeah. um Man. yeah i'm just trying to think about like do you think that any of the characters you wish would have survived from the first one is there like one character you're like man i mm. wish they hadn't got it because i kind of feel like samuel jack like like samuel there he was just trying to help everybody out and he kind of got a raw deal on it i then, definitely agree with him just because he's amazing in everything and uh from what i heard that his he was gonna have a death scene and that was they had yeah. like a hurricane hit the set and that was part of why he they didn't film it but I, it does work out i think again like the script is just fucking tight like i think the, i think the, just the implicate like i'm happy yeah, they it didn't works film the way that, it does but, and there's yeah. like, and now it's funny because there's like, I think there's recently, yeah, recently that someone was releasing like a, a toy version of that, that room just with the velociraptor and just his arms. Yeah. And it said like, <laughs> with Samuel L. Jackson in it or whatever. And that's like a fun meme, you know, like yeah. to have around. So uh, I like that. But I, it's again, I guess I don't know where I would have wanted the sequels to go, even the original sequels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would, would have ever wanted outside of that. But if I could have my, my perfect sequel, yeah, Sam Jackson would have been there. 
Um, I I think that like Nedry's death works better the way it is in that movie. Like he's like a one and done yeah. kind of character, even though I think he's yeah. funny. Um, I don't, and then Muldoon is just so fun, but I I like the new guy so much that that kind of like is even better to me. Yeah, that they. It's just, just kind so of funny him. that they they keep doing that over and over because uh, who is it in World? Vic Hoskins is like the exact same thing. Is that he's like the, mm-hmm. the chubby character right, who's also right. doing the. Yeah, he gets like attacked by a raptor, but it's just kind of like everyone who has any sort of stake in wanting these dinosaurs dead in any way get like the most brutal of deaths. It's like oh, they yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I don't know, like kind of, uh, I don't know about anybody else. It's it's like I'd have to think about it in terms of how I'd want the whole thing to go. I don't know where they yeah. would have shown up again, but uh, I, I certainly like that our main three like got to last till now i don't know like it doesn't seem like they were really utilized that well in the new one from what you're saying but uh i like them all so much they're they're just they show up there they're they're just right. there like i don't know it's it's uh not great i already talked shit about it don't get me mad <laughs> like, don't round <laughs> me up against you <laughs> um well let me see if i have other uh for for just like moments that i liked a lot the uh the opening raptor transport scene uh, fucking great way to start a movie. It still fucking gives me chills. It's it's I, the lighting in that scene in particular is amazing. Do you ever think about the logistics of like how scenes are in terms of that? Because I always think about that scene. You know how like it, it's all super cool and visually very scary, mm. but just how like the guy is all of a sudden gets like he's up and then getting pulled as opposed oh, to yeah. like being on the ground. And I'm just trying to think. I'm like, how is that raptor holding him? <laughs> like, you know, like how are they supporting him in such he a way? Stiff. He's got to be yeah. holding his body stiff, basically, to be able to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Literally, he has to be like pencil diving yeah. and they have to be holding him. Like... <laughs> I never thought about it, but I like it. Like there's like a board behind him. Like yeah, holding like, him, like I a always, corn dog stick. I, I love scenes like that where they like bodies move around and shift right. up and down. But it's just thinking of logistics of like, how are we moving around a, a 220 pound man right. like this? I mean, I know that that raptor is, uh, is yeah. has a lot of strength, but this seems a little uh, physically shaky. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to ask you, too, because I wondered if you had this connection ever, if it was just me. I realized rewatching it that. Um, it switches from that raptor scene straight into the lawyer showing up to a, like an amber site and yep. he's talking with that guy and they go in this tunnel and they get the amber and it's like it's just shot really well and the whole the whole way it's like blocked out is just like genius again it's awesome but in particular i think because of the time period it came out and another dinosaur movie uh i connect that scene with the super mario brothers movie um have you ever seen the super mario brothers movie from 1993 as well um, I feel like I've seen it in a way where like I watched Red Letter Media cover it. So right like on. I'm a you know what I mean? Where like I'm aware of it, but I don't I no, I couldn't uh Okay. So th- this is just a me thing then. So there's a in that movie, the way that it's like an alternate dimension is like the Super Mario world, and there's like someone tunneling down in somewhere for some reason, whatever, and they find like a portal to this alternate dimension and and for some reason i think it's because uh i was like eight years old for both of them the i think it's the movie came out in 93 as well um and so it's like i was it's like right around the same time period they have that same similar scene and then they have dinosaurs involved so in my head canon now that that is connected basically the dinosaurs <laughs> in, in Jurassic like Park, mario to come out <laughs> yeah in Jurassic park there could have been a mario scene and now chris pratt isn't he voicing? So it's like, oh I feel like they're God. trying to, to fulfill my, right. my dreams There's, as a child, you know? 
do you think that these things have been like correlated for like it's always been Mario and Jurassic Park hand in hand? We just never we never knew it. it. Yeah. It's been the plan all along, basically, is what I'm saying. And I, I kind of thought like I, I maybe saw Yoshi in one of the pens. In exactly. World, you know, See, you got to look closely in the back. Yeah. But he could be there. But yeah, that was, uh, I guess, yeah. Just one thing I noticed whenever I was watching it this time that I was like, oh, yeah, every time I see that, I think about that other movie. Like, I connect with I, that randomly. I have a fun part in this that I always think is such a cool idea that this movie did that they kind of fucked it up later on and just, like, whisked it away. Is like, the whole point of this. Because remember they talk about this movie, they're like, well, how come they don't, you know, get off the island? And they're like, well, it's because of the lysine contingency. So if they don't eat a certain thing, then they'll die as soon as they get off the island. But they just kind of like whisk that away in every other one. They're like, yeah, they don't yeah, talk don't, about they it. Just, yeah. They just fucking eat whatever and they just <laughs> live wherever. It's like, that was a smart idea. I kind of like hey, it. Hey, guys, we should like, bring that back. That was, uh, that was pretty good population control. Well, I, th- I think movies need to have good rules, you know, like uh, every film. Yeah, every film has their own rules. So it's really frustrating when your hardened rules just get thrown out the window because then it's like, well, none of this stuff matters anymore then. Yeah. All right. So let me see. Uh, I'm curious for other other notes that I, I had. Um, the Triceratops. I always liked uh, that. That up what a close. touching scene. That, what very a touching great scene. scene. And then straight into a poop scene, which also very touching. Literally I, scenes. Literally. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that scene is so useful, like the poop scene, especially. I, I actually do think this is very useful in terms of like having a little bit of levity because you have this whole you're getting your like King Kong looking at this creature up close mm-hmm. kind of moment. You, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, oh, look at the wonder of dinosaurs and they're not so bad after all. Mm-hmm. And, and then you just immediately have them being like, look at all that shit. Right. <laughs> I could talk about this forever. I feel like we haven't even barely scratched the surface, but uh, do you want to rapid fire maybe favorite parts or, or any other? Yeah, um, I think the one part that gives some good levity to everything is when uh, they, oh, is it the Brachiosaurs they, they meet with Tim, Alan, and Lexi mm-hmm. after they've escaped the vehicle? They have kind of that nice moment with the dinosaurs. Love that, that moment, yeah. kind of, yeah, show like, the, the compassion of them almost i also like that you can tell that it's like on a sound stage and the background is like an oil painting almost mm-hmm. like it but in a i don't know way. just every but in a good yeah. way yeah like it looks really good yeah. but even just you know having that scene with the brachiosaur and kind of going like okay not all these dinosaurs are bad and then moving on from that you had that scene like later on with the gallimimus where they're all running through and that's the second time you see the t-rex mm-hmm where it's hunting other stuff. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. just like that. They're like, they're stuck inside of it's like paddock getting, you know, chased around by it while it's just living its life. Yeah. It doesn't even know better. It's just like, no. he just woke up one day. And this I, is his life. And that, I think that's the, another great part about like the, it, with it being more realistic is this T-Rex, unlike in some of the other ones has like an agency mm-hmm. that doesn't have an agency to like attack or defend your characters up until the end. But it seems more like it was doing that just cause, right. I don't know, like, like the, the T-Rex in Jurassic world just seemed like it was going to help everybody anyway. Like it knew who your main characters right. were. This thing just kind of seemed like it was just existing and you happen to be near it. Yeah, and that makes it, again, more realistic. And it's more yeah. like the magic of it once again that just, like, works. And it doesn't really yeah. work whenever he's, like, a, an agent helping you. Like, you, you expect him to look over, like, that Velociraptor in the dream sequence that Brett loves to quote from Jurassic Park 3 when he's like, Alan, like, you expect him to talk, like, you know, like, Rise of the Planet of the Apes or whatever, or Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I still, I want to know, like 
whose idea that was and why because it it never comes back it's again. So it weird. never gets addressed yeah. it's just this one-off <laughs> fucking scene yeah. that's the only time surprisingly in the whole series that dinosaur talks because i was really expecting that in dominion at some point oh i thought they but were like, gonna go there yeah i thought they yeah. were but like it's just you know what i mean like it's such a random ass i love the <laughs> Alan. it's so silly brett and i quote it all the time because he remembered it and i had to i didn't remember that at all so i found a clip online and it's so weird no. um just like so cheesy brett. oh there we go you cut out for like two seconds like, here no. we go oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah it keeps happening to us it always it like happens a, that was, way it was like uh connecting with like the dead i was like steven can you still hear me <laughs> <laughs> from beyond the wi-fi if you're here tap tap so we can hear you move a, a tablecloth or something um i have to ask because it's like a big it's like the biggest fucking plot hole in this whole movie but it makes like the it makes the fucking film um how do you feel about the t-rex just casually wandering into the visitor center without anybody noticing oh i love it the- i don't know why they had big doors for him to get in there i don't know why he's there but it, it just works. It just it works fucking perfectly. Yep. I I just love that scene. It's like, and when once again you're like, okay, that T Rex is not on your side. He just happens yeah. to be fucking around. Yeah, he just he just wants to party, man. He just came to the house. He gets attacked. You know, he's just throwing down and and letting you guys go, which is nice. Do you do you think he's just pissed off the whole time? Because like the whole movie, anytime you see the T Rex, is just aggressively going. Like it's like oh, I fucking hate. I hate right. SUVs. <laughs> I hate jeeps. I hate lawyers. I hate velociraptors. I hate Gallimimus. Like, this fucking thing is full of anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it sounds. I kind of get it. I to be honest, uh, the world can be shitty sometimes, and people are annoying. <laughs> lawyers can be annoying. Jeeps, you know what tires can be annoying I think that's uh i'm gonna change the saying so it's like instead of being like oh man i feel like a caged animal it's like i feel like a caged t-rex right. on a like, jurassic park island yeah it's like very specific on isla nublar yeah. <laughs> people are like i get what you're saying but it took a lot of words it's, to it's get a there lot. <laughs> i love that uh yeah and i i think also they they mentioned i don't know we you know in the first movie but in jurassic world to make a big point it's a it's a she as well right we should we should get that yes. right well well they, well, they they're all the she's talking about they're yeah, they're sense. technically all she's because mm-hmm. they're frogs and frogs are asexual some frogs are asexual yeah. that's how that because which i once again like in terms of being a good storyline device i actually think that is kind of a mm-hmm. good one and they did leave themselves like that's the biggest door you could leave yourself in a series is being like, hey, this this bad guy creature thing that has limitations. It's also genetically modified with other stuff. So it could randomly just do other stuff. That's like the best way to to write in a character. It's like, hey, for whatever situation you're in, you could probably evolve. Just say it. <laughs> you I mean, it works yeah. really well, right? Like they did use utilize that well in the sequels, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. just like instantly it's like, OK, we've already evolved. We skipped uh, millions of years of evolution. Mm-hmm. We did it in a couple hours. You know, no like I deal. just grew a vagina on the side. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was imagining that the T-Rex looks at his hand. It's kind of he kind of realizes, you know, he can do whatever. And he becomes like uh, <laughs> like in Terminator 2, like the liquid metal. Like his hand just turns the T one thousand. Yeah, yeah, he just becomes like a his hand just becomes like a liquid metal machete, 
And he's like, I'm, I'm just trying to, now. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to see the logistics of a T-Rex <laughs> trying to see its own arms. Yeah. Well, he wants to see him. That's how, you know, right. He has, yeah. He has like yeah. a stretch arm. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I like the idea, too, because uh, it's just where we're going to go that mm-hmm. all of these all of these film properties are going to cross over someday. I, I imagine, you know, that's that's the the goal. And so we will get some version of the Jurassic Park you know, the dinosaurs and they'll be visited by a DeLorean because in Back to the Future, like 10, they're going to go back yeah. to this world and blah, blah, blah. Like, so if you got to do it, I think, you know, cross it over with Terminator 2. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, like go with like all of a sudden, you know, a Lost Raptors hanging out and all of a sudden Kyle Reese shows up. Why not? Right. Yeah. He's like, are you John Connor? Yeah. And then immediately gets mauled to death. Like, what if, <laughs> And what if he shows up, but he thinks he went way back in time to the actual like Jurassic period. But then it's like, no, he's yeah. actually just in 1993. 1993. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just how, opens how a would, lot of doors. Would you, okay. So if you had that, let's just put yourself in that position. You're Kyle Reese coming back <laughs> to save the day and you just end up at Jurassic park instead. What do you, do you still like take a look? Cause you're there right. already. Or do you like kind of get to the task at hand? Like, Oh man, I missed it, but this is kind of cool. I feel like, yeah, you gotta, I mean, I feel like for one, if I went back and there were dinosaurs in front of me, I would be, I would be thrown off of my actual, you know, mission. Number right. one, I'd be like, I'm not finding this chick or her son. I'm, uh, I'm just saving the day. No, yeah. <laughs> we're not saving the day. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just like join in the background, like he could be like Muldoon's assistant, you know. And maybe he just makes a whole new life there. I don't know. That would be amazing. Yeah, he'd kind of like live like Tarzan amongst uh-huh. or that kid in uh, Jurassic World or Jurassic Park Three that just collects. Oh yeah, uh, you remember right? <laughs> yeah, he collects T Rex piss that. so that uh, other dinosaurs will leave him alone. Yeah. Man, yeah, that movie goes really off I, that that was the start of it for me where i was like i don't know about these sequels and then it was years and years and the Jurassic world came out and i was like cool and then i was like oh you're going back to the other way you're doing sequels like that now see that was the that was their long con right there They're oh like, yeah make a serviceable one and we'll draw them in and then after that just drop oh, yeah them. yeah oh yeah baby. and they'll just drop money on us man that's the way to do it um all right man well uh i have tons of notes that i could talk about this like i said forever and i'm sure you could as well but um we've been talking for a while and it's been a blast and uh i've had so much fun i'm glad that you came on to talk about this one in particular uh i don't know that we got through a lot of you know main plot points or whatever but everybody knows at this point uh, so everybody's fucking seen it's it. just, just talking, talking about talking your favorite movie yeah that's awesome so yeah we're re- we're reminiscing and having a good time about an amazing film i don't think anybody's gonna be like well what happened at the end yeah. like, you've, you've <laughs> you all seen told it. us <laughs> uh quick quick question because i had started it but i haven't finished them have you watched sure. uh on netflix they here at least they have the camp cretaceous camp cretaceous have you yes, that at yes, all? Yes. yeah um i haven't kept up it's really interesting i'm surprised they pumped out a ton of seasons really they quick did, yeah. so i watched i watched the first three i think and then kind of like took a break and i think they're up to like five or six oh, holy now. shit i didn't know that so i'm gonna keep yeah, yeah and they've actually um i think my favorite part of the series up to what i'd seen is that it's actually canon to world like the movie mm-hmm. so uh within that movie yeah like these kids are, are on the the island while all the other stuff is happening with like chris pratt yeah. and all those douche, those douchebags but <laughs> like it's so cool because they actually added like another there's another um 
uh, raptor, mm-hmm. like a Indoraptor that's specific to just this TV show. Yeah. That you didn't see in the movies, but is technically can't. Like, I don't know. I think it's a really cool show and they didn't shy away from the violence. Yeah. Um, the the only thing that I thought, not that every kid's show should have a bunch of violence, but it would like it it felt very much closer to what a Jurassic Park show mm-hmm. would be than than like even the last movie, like Dominion was. The only frustrating part, and I know it's a kid's show, so I can't be too frustrated about it, is like they continuously push this thing that like these dinosaurs are kind of like Pokemon. Like there's one in there <laughs> called like Stampy and he like hangs out with them all the uh-huh. time. And like, you know, you can like tell him what to do and stuff or he'll like, you know, uh, plot wise, he'll just be at the perfect place, the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, that's great in a kid's show. And I, I, you know what, it's me being a nerd being like complaining about it, but it's like, they keep trying to do this with dinosaurs in this, that they're going to be like Pokemon and you can't, you can't make it right. like that. Yeah, but otherwise, it's a fun show. It is I really, fun, I right? Recommend. It. I was so surprised we did it as a joke, sort of uh, episode. Whenever you think this is funny, because <laughs> <laughs> Brent loves dinosaurs. Brent is going to be so mad he missed this, uh, just because he loves dinosaurs. As I am well. so mad. That yeah, he missed and this. It, you guys would have had a great talk about it. But uh, so next time you're on, we'll have to at least have a little dinosaur talk, so you guys can get that out of your system. But. Uh, yeah, if you guys want me to come back, you'll probably like throw me all. These, you'll be like, "Hey, do you want to do the Matrix?" I'm like, Wait, you already did the Matrix. You're like, "No, I don't want to be a part of it." We'll have to find something. This is why this was good, but we'll have to find another one, another fun thing that just, we can all agree just pick on. Pick another Jurassic. Movie. I know. Well, now that you're making me think about it, it's like we should just do like the Lost World should be the next one. Hell, that would be so right? fun. See, and that's like right there. I'm like, oh, sign me up. And I wouldn't have. I, I'd have more to say about it. Maybe even because I don't know it as well, so I would have more notes yeah. about it. And uh, yeah, so let's 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 pencil that in for now. Pen- you know? Let's tentatively yeah, yeah. put that in there. But uh, but yeah, I was gonna say that we we. Brent was not on the episode once, so uh, David Hopkins from Erie International hmm. and I did so Camp Cretaceous. And I when they did the first season, but they they pumped him out so fast, and I was so shocked at how much I actually liked it and those characters. Um, so I've been curious about it, but I haven't kept up with it. So I need to. Yeah, surprisingly, a, a show about kids uh, growing up and and you know uh, trying to survive on an island is surprising. It's kind of like Recess, but with dinosaurs, right. <laughs> and it works really well. A lot more danger. Yeah, it works. Through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they do put them in danger. I was shocked at how even though they're kids, they're like, yeah, they don't shy away from that at all. So. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Um, all right. Well, uh, you'll have to come back next time and uh, talk about Lost World. And uh, I would love that'd that. That'd be a bad, uh, badass thing to do. So um, <laughs> it'd be a terrible, be boring a- <laughs> thing to do. But <laughs> um, Do you uh, want to plug your show or anything else? Yeah, um, I guess you could. Uh, we've been a little slow lately, but yeah, you can check out the, the terror table. All one word. Uh, our Facebook. Uh, we have Instagram, Twitter. Sweet. We might have other stuff. We don't update it that much, but like we're all on there. So if you want to follow me personally, I, I'm linked in there. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, what else? Uh, follow the follow the Druid's hand. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, right on, um, man. Short film. Uh, me and my uh, or, you know, the other host of the Terror Table. Uh, he created a, a short film, and I was lucky enough to be involved in that. So check that out and support. Totally There's awesome. lots of stuff coming up with that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, definitely check that out. I cannot wait to see that movie. I know it'll be, they're doing like the festival it's awesome. stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, but I'm, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I feel so bad for everyone. Yeah, like all our right. extended friends that yeah. are all outside of Saskatoon because we're just talking about it nonstop. And it's like, well, when can we see it? I, I don't know. I briefly thought, I was like, well, how much could a plane ticket to Saskatoon really cost? You know, and how much is this movie worth? And I'm like, well, I could wait. I could wait. And I think before you thought that, you were like, how do I spell yeah, 
the fuck is Saskatchewan? That's the one that gets me. Or I'm like, I don't. I, uh, yeah, gun to my head, I could not spell that for you right now. Uh, no, but yeah, Saskatoon is not. That one also makes me think of like an old Western. Like it's what you would. It's the the sound the spit in the barrel makes. Saskatoon. You know, like that's that. That's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, same I, got, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as usual, all of our info is in the show notes. You can follow us on various social medias and uh, you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. We'd appreciate that as well. Gets more people to listen to us. Uh, Boozy, man, it was so fun to have you on the show. I'm so glad Steven, you were here. It was on. great to be here with you. I know that we were both a little nervous at the start because, uh, you know, Brent wasn't he, yeah, here. Yeah, he abandoned us. Not that we need him to be no. here, but I think just like, you know, you and me haven't hung out one-on-one like this. So I yeah. think that at the end of the day, it was a good experience for us to get to know each other. We talked about a lot of wild shit. Exactly. And I like that. And I think we're better friends for it. I think so too. And I feel like, uh, I feel very comfortable with you now. Like I'll Perfect. share... Brent has a bathroom cam in my bathroom, so I'll share that with you. That I feel like that link can now be shared. You know, we're right. that close, uh, which is very comforting to me, and I hope it will be right. to you as well. And and I will. Um, I what I'm going to do for you <laughs> okay, is yeah. I I will upload all of my private pictures. Oh, okay. into private is just everything that's on my computer okay. to like a open open Google Drive. Oh, okay, and you can go through there. Wow. So yeah, I don't want you to enjoy anything on there. Just look at it. Okay, so I can't touch myself. <laughs> no, no, no. I can, I, it's more. I it's, scroll it's like a gallery kind of okay, thing. Gotcha. You know? Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. It's like an art project. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. I feel like I feel like Perfect. a closeness here. We don't need. Yeah, I'll open up the Google Doc. We don't here. need Mitch. Yeah, no, open it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> exactly? <laughs> but it was yeah, seriously a lot of fun. I knew that uh, we had a good rapport on your show when we went on and stuff, and just in general. But uh, it's always it is always fun getting yeah. to to interact with you guys. And you know, I just got to say like interact more get out on the instagram change your profile picture oh. <laughs> and, you know post a picture i should post some things yeah i got post. a real nice focaccia i made the other day i'll post that how about that there we go see, that's or, you know, that's where i'm at see that's the kind of that's what i need on the my content. feed yeah okay yeah. i'll try to do that for you you i believe it was you once i mentioned because one of our things in the show notes is uh i'm on letterboxd and I was like, well, I don't mm-hmm. actually write on Letterboxd. And I, I think it was you that was like, you should write reviews on Letterboxd. I would read those reviews. And I don't know that yeah, I've done a single one that. since. <laughs> oh, and that's the fun. As like, I don't want to see the, the like, if you want to make the most cohesive review ever, I would love that. Mm. If you also just want to tell me one random thing that happened in this movie no one cares about, that is the, that's, that's what the I'm here for. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm not writing reviews for Jurassic Park. I'm in here writing reviews for movies that came out in 1995 to start Chuck Norris that nobody remembers. Right. That's awesome. That's so. a good way to play it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's that, Letterboxd is my favorite like social media by far. I just I just don't 100%. write my stuff in it. I forgot to to keep it, it up needs with to it, be more social. I think yeah. I would stick on there if it had more of a social aspect. That's interesting. Honestly. I wonder yeah, what else they could add, but I, I just yeah, like the community just, there better. Me too, 100%. All right, this is a great time. It was great, um, man. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, if if you want to hear more of us interacting also, uh, Stephen and Brent have been on an episode of The Terror Table. Yeah, we're, we so don't remember which one, check but that out. go check it out. We don't really <laughs> forgot which episode, but they've been on That's there. what we need, Brent. He's yeah. the one that helps you out of that. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. It's been a blast. Thanks uh, for having me. Until next time, I'm Stephen. And I'm Boozy. And let's talk later. We got to bring up the energy uh, for your the the fallen comrades. I know.
it's so weird because it keeps messing up all these like all this life events keep happening to to brent and uh and then it changes all of our plans on here and it's like god damn it we have a podcast to do (laughs) we're not getting paid for this but it's the standard of it yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so yeah it keeps throwing off the vibe but uh hopefully we'll uh, we'll keep it alive today so yeah, it should let's, be pretty let's good. Fucking let's do it. I'm excited. All right, good. I uh, so we we usually open, you know, with some some sort of outtakes, uh, just trying to get the ball rolling and get to a sync word. Um, and I didn't come prepared with anything because I thought Brent would be here today, and I was like, Brent hasn't recorded. Oh, in a while. you're making him do all the work. He's got to get all the stuff. Yeah, and and then of course I fell flat on my face now that he can't be here again, uh, unfortunately. But um, yeah, any other random bullshit that happened to you? Um, well, okay, because I, I wanted to, I, I just love talking about how much I hate Jurassic World, or Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, yeah. So I don't know <laughs> if I want to save that for, like, the show, because that, like, I am a fiery mean, meanie meaner, or if you want me to just, like, start Ooh. rambling now, because, like, I fucking hate Chris Pratt, let me tell you. I think and this it, is a good start. Yeah, go yeah? ahead, let okay. it out, man. Okay, so here's my thing is, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen the new one, no. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for you because it's, I mean, it's a terribly, terrible experience, but I mean, I want yeah. you to have your own terrible experience. Of course, any, yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of you. If you've, if you've picked up, like, if you've watched the trailer at all, he just fucking, he sticks out his hand. I know, like, just sticks out his hand at everything. And then everyone else is like, oh, that's how you stop dinosaurs. <laughs> so then they're all fucking doing this. And I'm like, I want you to fucking die. Um, anyway. Oh my God. Just this okay. So I think one of my biggest pet peeves in movies is um, just surviving plane crashes. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's easy. With, just easily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And coming out and immediately like getting into action with something else. Like you, you pop open the door. You're like, I'm totally fine. I just survived <laughs> this horrible crash. And then immediately deal with something else. Like nobody has trauma ever, and I want to live that kind of life. I know that sounds pretty great, actually. It makes it a little less scary to jump out of a plane, like because I always wanted to skydive, but now I'm kind of like I don't know. And it's are like, you one oh, of those well, guys who fine. thinks if you like thinks about surviving shit? Because like I think about like if I was in a plane crash, mm-hmm. like what's the best? You know, like how do I brace myself? And it's like there's no real way to. <laughs> I, yeah, like, you know, there's like a thing about like putting your head between your knees, and I'm like, I don't think that's gonna help me. I think I'm gonna get like pretzeled all up when I crash. Yeah, like, I you want me to just stare my at my crotch? Yeah, my last minutes weird. or just... <laughs> like just say goodbye one last time. Yeah, be like, well, fellas, we've had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of feel like a, a kiss your ass goodbye sort of moment, you know, to like right. just get or, down there, see if you can they show reach you. It. They show you that pamphlet where it's like if the masks come down and what to do ever and everybody looks like just these subdued cows chewing like chewing. Oh yeah, like you guys are not. This is not. It's gonna be violent. It's gonna be bad. (laughs) Yeah, like if you drop down that thing, if we're in an emergency, drop something down that's just gonna make me feel better in the moment, as opposed to you know, yeah, like maybe like laughing gas just as you're going down, like it's not so bad. It starts pumping in. You're like, are we being taken over by the Joker? What the fuck is happening here? Did you have you ever had laughing gas? It is the best. Oh, like at the dentist? Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, I'm sure your experience is probably the same. Where they just um, they they just are about to put that thing on you, and they're like, it's you're just gonna start laughing, and then you're not gonna remember much. And you they're think like, that's oh, kind of okay. like a yeah, like why is it tickle or whatever? And then yeah, as soon as it pumps in, you're like, this is the funniest shit I've ever inhaled. <laughs> 
my uh my one of my best dentists growing up would give you laughing gas for like if for whatever if you just wanted it he would give it to you so like a cleaning you could just get laughing gas and it was great so my dad all the time would go in there and be like i'm here for the good shit and like my dad used to smoke pot like in the 70s but has it in years and years and i'm like i feel like he's like reliving his youth a little bit you know like he's like just give me that but it makes for a great cleaning man right like i'm sure that would be the most enjoyable experience and i think it's as, wonderful as for like uh it's not even the dentist that cleans your teeth is it it's like the the assistant yeah the hygienist yeah yeah, yeah. like i feel like for them that's got to be a tough job because you kind of have to try and make small talk with something like i don't know <laughs> right. my hygienist always does while yeah, putting right. her fingers in my mouth and i'm trying to have like we still end up having a good conversation but it's just like uh-huh. i applaud you for being that takes a special kind of skill it would be way too socially awkward for me to be that person. I couldn't just sit there and be like, I want to talk to you because I, I can't just not talk to you. But yeah. I know that you can't talk to me because my hands are in your mouth. Yeah. But uh, that would make me like, I don't think I could do that job just for that one reason. Be like, I'm checked out. Could you imagine like, yeah, having a bad day and you're just like scrubbing a little bit harder on somebody <laughs> or something? And they're like, can you not take this out on me? I would certainly do that. I'd be like, fucking road rage again. The guy cut me off this morning. <laughs> like, work. <laughs> Just brushing somebody's teeth, so they're like, give it, you know, uh, you're like cutting up their gums and stuff. Thank exactly. You. Yeah, it's like I know I need uh... to floss. <laughs> well, I don't know if you uh, if you're a fan of Little Shop of Horrors, but I was. Oh my god, that. I love Little uh, Shop of Horrors. Of course best, you do. Best musical in the world. Uh, it's amazing. Right? It's so fucking good. And, and right. like, if okay, if those songs weren't ten out of ten catchy, it wouldn't be as good of a movie. But like, but they I, are amazing. I catch myself singing Downtown like all the time. Oh, it's so good. That's my favorite one. Yeah, easily. But the the dentists, like, mm-hmm. uh, and especially Steve Martin's performance in the movie and everything. But uh, my God, like that that song too. I, I sing a lot. Uh, but that's that's the kind of dentist I want. You know, high on his own supply, doesn't care about giving you pain. <laughs> I that has to be what the the dentist from like Finding Nemo was like based on or something. Oh yeah, I just I love that Ooh, I like idea. That crossover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea that yeah, Steve Martin's just this like maniacal dentist who just beats the. Okay, this whole that whole movie just encapsulates encapsulates like how rough it was. Like, and everybody's just like slapping women and stuff. Oh yeah, and then it's it totally just ends accepted. up being like yeah, and then it just ends up being like the nicest story in the end, kind of. Right. I don't know. I like the nihilistic. Which ending do you prefer? Uh, so I was thinking about that the other day because um, I, I grew up with the original one, so I always liked that. But then growing like now as an older adult, I'm like, the other one's fucking rad, though. So I really yeah. don't know. I go back and forth. I, I think that if they if I would have seen that original ending like before, it probably wouldn't have been such a happy like movie experience. Because like exactly. other than that, it's such like a fun like. <laughs> right. Everyone who gets it's eaten so mostly deserves it. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. Also, I think there was like a period in the the sorry if I'm rambling. There's like a period in the, the mid 90s where like I, I've talked about this a couple times with my girlfriend. Here's where I'm getting at. Um, the 90s really sold us on like funk and like oh yeah roof music. I don't know if you like uh like Muppets in space and shit. Like uh, <laughs> now as an older like man, I listen to like a ton of like funk from the 70s and I always wonder like why I like this stuff. And I always go like okay, like little shop of horrors. I probably got into like yeah, you know, like Motown y kind of stuff with that. But sure, just sure. like every movie in the 90s was like, hey, we're cool. We got <laughs> you know like and but where did it come from? Where did right, that's what I that's what I want to know. Exactly. Like, Interesting. I never thought about that. But it's totally true. 
Especially uh, like the Muppets loved like funk and shit. Like I, you know, which yeah. is great. It's just kind of like, is it because they were born from that era that it just always stuck with them or? Yeah. And I'm not, I don't know that I'm that funky. I mean, I like some of that music. I definitely like this type of, yeah, like the Motown stuff yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I definitely get down with that. Uh, but yeah, there was, it's almost like, like the nineties just didn't know what was going on. It's the nineties, you know, all, all kinds of stuff was going on. They had swing music back. You know, you get it was you know, so funk, experimental, all kinds of stuff. and we took it's, it for you know, granted. Whatever, grunge, yeah, it's just like all over the board, man. It's kind of wild time. I'm trying to remember there. Yeah, there's like okay, uh, this is another just random tangent, but I just like found out the other day, which I uh, maybe I should have known years before, but it's like Corn's first album came out the same year that Nevermind came out. I'm pretty oh, sure. wild, which is like right. I think that is wait. When did Nevermind come out? Ninety. Who? It was like early, yeah. Okay, no, remember, sorry, it was when Kurt Cobain died because it was ninety four when he died, wasn't it? Yeah, ninety four when he died, and yeah. so Corn's first first album. First al- yeah, so it's weird to think about that those two technically crossed over in terms of like being bands because I think of them weird. as completely, di- you know, like yeah, it's like yeah, their debut album began mm-hmm. recording in ninety four. They formed in ninety three. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think it's yeah, that's I, so interesting. Sometimes I think I, I watched one oh, of those like weird. no, no, no. That's my like a five minute documentary, and they mentioned that. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's totally cool. I it's just weird how sometimes you you remember two disparate events and then realize that they were the same time and be like, oh, that's yeah. fucked up. Like I never never noticed the crossover. Yeah. Oh, what movie was I watching yesterday? Oh yeah, I was watching Hot Rod yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to remember. There was some other. It was on Tubi, but there was another comedy. This story would be so much better if I could remember the other one. But it turns out that Hot Rod came out like two years before it, and the entire time I was like, Hot Rod came out years after this movie, so it just like fucked up my life because like Hot Rod came out like 2007. <laughs> like what? The fuck? You're right. <laughs> yeah then it, it sinks in your brain you're like holy shit mm-hmm. well that means blah 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah that's why to go to tangents maybe it's just the idea of like things existing at the same time as other things and wondering if they like knew about each other i think that's kind of the like weirdness i like out of that yeah i guess different points in my life too were different different meanings for for like different things and then whenever you also have that crossover that you realize later or whatever or even like realizing sort of Stuff that was going on culturally while there was like pop culture stuff that you don't yeah. really connect with it or whatever. Uh, and then sometimes I think back and I'm like, I also think that the the 2000s, like 2000 to 2010, I don't really consider that much of a different decade than now. Like it feels just one long ass decade to me. Uh, and it's I think it's because I grew up I'm growing up as an adult during this period. And so I'm like, it doesn't feel like 2007 is really that long ago. But it fuck it is. No, yeah, that's all the time. I, I What the hell? Something was like, oh, something came out in 2002. And it's like, that doesn't seem that long ago. And it's like, oh, there are like professional athletes that I have jerseys of <laughs> that are like born that. You know what I mean? It's like, what? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's anytime. Yeah, I find uh, a, like a younger person, too. And I'm like, oh, and they weren't even born yet. Oh, OK, that's different. Maybe that's so that just a thing like a that ago. everybody does. Because I always just thought, like, it's man, your age is your age. But then at a certain point, I was like, do you remember 9-11? <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> and all these, yeah, like, I worked with a guy who, like, was born after 9-11. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the, f-? I was watching, like, Looney Tunes, and it got cut to 9-11. You were like, You're you like, I even... remember, yeah. Yeah, like, I was cognizant of this. That's wild, too, yeah, to think of, like, they'd just known that world the whole time. like. Mm-hmm. You've always, like this, you know? yeah, you've yeah. always had to go through airports like that. <laughs> right? weird. That's weird. 
yeah, that doesn't even feel like 9-11 itself as a big life event or, you know, world event feels a long time ago to me. But thinking about being at the terminal with my relatives doesn't feel like that long ago. <laughs> yeah, we just like you know? splice into like, it's, it's how our, whatever our brain feels like convenient for us. Yeah. That's my cat. Oh, I like that. There's a wild cat behind you. Bye, Loomis. Oh, man. Not an actual wild cat, I should say. Actually, it'd be funnier if it was just like, hey, man, nice cat. It's like, I don't own a cat. I've never seen that cat. That's a lynx. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did it come from? Oh, oh, he man. changed his mind. Never mind. <sighs> yeah, there's going to be various animals just running in and out of here. It's, sorry. That's rad, man. Yeah. Uh, I love animals and uh, always get to see them in the background of, of people's homes. So <laughs> especially with your, your awesome staircase back there that he can just go up and down. And yeah, this be is, like, I'm this is you prime for, for you guys to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if we got a sync word back there anywhere uh i did think just because you brought up 9-11 i thought never forget 9-11 yeah <laughs> we get uh uh yeah if you want uh we could do a never never forget is that all right sure all right do, do i'll just... uh i'll count us down and then we'll uh, we'll sing together okay three two one never, never forget, forget. um all right so to open the show too um a lot of that stuff we do with those those little outtakes too. I'm always like, God, that would be a really good opener, but we have this whole <laughs> you have this whole yeah. I know it's the same thing. This it's whole like vibe, you'll, this you'll whole... have a conversation with somebody beforehand, yeah. and then it's like, okay, this is actually going to be the episode, and they're like, I don't know how to talk to you anymore. I don't even. What do I do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> Podcasting is that way, man. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do and uh, roll with the punches. Oh, looks like we froze. Hey. Hi. Did it just drop everything? Hey, you're back. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> <laughs> This is not going well. I'm sorry. I'm having No worries, my, man. My internet seems to be having an issue here. I swear every time we record with any new guest, it always messes up something. Okay. Can you yeah. hear me? Yep. Okay. Can you Is that a shower? Oh, for fuck's sake. Can you hear that? I can't hear anything. Uh. Okay, good. Okay. It's it's just my headphones are picking it up. I hear a yeah, faint yeah, yeah. shower. Okay. <laughs> You're like, fuck you. Uh, Get pretty, it's like, day. what else could be happening right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun episode to edit. Oh, we're back. Hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is gonna happen several times. It's all right, man. Uh, okay. It happens to us every time. So it could okay. be could be my end as well. But yeah, we'll just keep powering through. <laughs> Where were we at here? I totally. Oh, here comes my dog. No. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you can hear this in the, the mic, but it's just like super loud in here. But that's. I like... heard like a like the clicking, like, oh, okay. on a, yeah, like the nails or whatever. You can. Edit but yeah, that it's not, that's okay. it's not that bad. <laughs> Hello, I'm back. Hey, hey. Hope you weren't mm-hmm. waiting too long. Oh, no. Just got back myself. Just, uh, yeah, just checking out my taint. Uh, oh you know, yeah, you gotta like, check I, that tattoo. Yeah, you know, sure like I, so I grab the the extra, <laughs> like you do. You grab the the extra mirror and you oh yeah, hold it at a certain angle. Yeah, and you got to see what's you got to check out what's going on down there. Sometimes <laughs> you don't know. You might have like a Stranger Things portal going That's on. True. You know, I I I'm not. Uh, I don't know a lot about Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Um. So if you want to just tell me a bunch of bullshit about the newest season, I'll believe all of it. You <laughs> like, could oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like that happens. Wow. <laughs> well, 
I I don't want to tell you a whole lot of spoilers, but I will say when the uh, Jamaican bobsledding team from Cool Running showed up, I was really surprised <laughs> to destroy the Death Star. And I think we all were. Run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I lost them. But oh, froze again. And there you go. Hey, there we go. I, I could tell it started working again because it kicked me out and then brought me back. Oh, OK. You're like fancy. Yeah. Uh, this we time went I got, pretty we went uh, a pretty long time. Without. I know it's pretty good. <laughs> this time I got to hear you go. Oh, no, I lost them. And I was like, oh, great. I'm going to be. And then it was frozen. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh, you can actually hear. Yeah. Cause it, like yeah. it starts out as you freeze. And I'm like, is he just listening to me really intense? No, really he's not. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. For a second, you're always like, well, maybe. Oh, no, we got another freeze. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember exactly where I was ending that. Yeah, uh, and I feel like a lot of the sequels kind of do that now, too. And they just like even like, uh, oh, you don't do superhero stuff, though, right? I Yeah, I, really I watched Morbius, though. Oh, <laughs> wow. You don't do superhero <laughs> stuff, but you watched Morbius. I needed to know. It was a morbid curiosity. Yeah. Uh, how was it? So, so the last, let me just say quickly, the last two superhero <laughs> movies I've watched is Venom and Morbius. Oh my God. Yes. What are you doing I, to I, yourself? Because I'm just like, I, I don't like superhero movies. I've never been that big into superheroes. Uh, like even the story wise, it's just not for me. Right. Um. So the only time I ever watch any superhero stuff is like, it's got to be like, I have to be morbidly curious about uh-huh. how bad it is. So those two have been for me but continue <laughs> no i love that those are the two that you've you've gotten on i it's just wild to me i i'm not a big fan of that series but there is a, a morbid curiosity for for morbius for me as well mm-hmm. so i'm definitely there with you when it comes out to video though i didn't you went to the theater i assume no 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 no, no okay no, I did not, I did you're like no no no. i wouldn't do that is that i, out? Do that, I didn't no. realize morbius was out yeah all right cool maybe <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my doorbell just rang, but I'm going to ignore oh, that. Uh, okay. Maybe someone will, will keep trying. Maybe but... it's the Girl Scouts. You, you could have cookies waiting there. I, you don't... I don't. Well, that means I have to talk to someone. I don't want to talk to anybody. Oh, right. That sounds like. You just want to yell, work. like, leave them at the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's money under the table. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were coming. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, God, that made me lose my train of thought. I don't know what I was gonna say. Bad for just getting you off here. No, it's, it's whoa. Let's let's keep that in there. Yeah, getting you off, getting you off track. I should say. Yeah. Oh yeah, Morbius and stuff. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, there's in the MCU and mm. like the first Thor movie, Loki. Like the whole point is that Loki is found out to be like the son of ice giants and that he has like ice power, and then okay. they like just never mention it again. And they like kind of bring it up now, whatever. But it's like it's like a huge deal that would like mean a lot for like his powers or whatever. But they just like completely ignore it and so what, so okay what kind of ice pot, like he can make stuff your drink cold really quick oh yeah like... he could do that for sure he could do all okay. kinds of good stuff uh he could shoot he's <laughs> like just all in that just involve ice basically yeah he's like he's like elsa from frozen or, right. or sub-zero from mortal Kombat. yeah you're right that like why not talk about i would talk about that all the time be like did you know i can shoot ice it would be really useful for him but they 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 focus on the trickster aspect instead where right. they uh they go a whole different route with him but um so he's just like has cool powers but he'd rather just be silly essentially <laughs> essentially that's i, I just want to be a like silly guy stuff, man. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> but yeah it's kind of kind of similar idea basically is what i'm saying though is just that 
they they have this big reveal or whatever, this big thing that affects his life, and then they just like never mention it again. They're just like, no, that would make things like complicated for us. Yeah, and you're like, hey, wait, what about that interesting thing yeah. you just said? <laughs> what about this though? And I'm uh, back. <laughs> all right, this person won't stop ringing my doorbell, so give me a sec. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is crazy. All right. Mormons. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of Mormon shows lately. We did a, <laughs> our last episode was about Mormons. Uh, so yeah, I feel like they might be coming for me now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they got, yeah, they've your phones picked it up enough, and they've yeah, exactly. like honed in on that area. They're like send send an agent. <laughs> um, all right. Send the Mord mobile. <laughs> I was trying to picture that, but it's just bicycles, I guess, right? That's all they like. <laughs> those, those like giant, you know, those like mega bicycles, those mega tricycles that people like the oh, 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of those riding around. <laughs> Man, that would be a terrifying movement if I saw that coming where, towards my house. Where did those go anyway? Who who decided that we should shrink bikes? Yeah, what's bring up back, with that, man? Bring back, bring make back the, big the, bikes the big bikes big again. <laughs> Put that on a fucking hat. <laughs> I am much more in support of that, I gotta tell you. To, to unite the people. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking do it. L-P-A-S. <laughs>